Okay. And uh, should we? Well, that that's it. Mm-hmm. That's already we already rolled into the new one. All right. Should we banter? Do we usually do we banter? We always banter a bit in the beginning. Yeah. Whatever we're talking about, they were like, "Oh, save that, for, save that for uh, save that for the next time." Yeah. And then we do the at backside attack. Add, yeah. Add and save. Now we're into our new episode. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. But I, the distancing seemed. I was at Lowe's to yesterday, mm-hmm. and they there was no distancing going on really. They were trying. They had the lines out. Yeah. But uh, that was it. I don't know. I think uh, I was talking to. Um, Jason and Paul about this. Uh, when it comes to the the the, the COVID and, like and and COVID related illnesses or deaths, um, I just think it's. I don't want to say like uh, it's out of proportion. It's blown out of proportion. Uh, you you don't you well you're you're gonna be political about it. Yeah, like I don't want to say like you know like that and because I, I don't want I don't want to blow it out of proportion because it's like that that's kind of a disrespect for the people who either either. Ha- have it, have had it, yeah. or who have died. It's from a it. very real illness. Yeah, like, but uh, I think the data, the the data on it, like how um, okay, this many, this person, this many people died directly because of COVID nineteen, right? Yeah, I think the data, I think the data on it has to be one hundred percent correct before we like start like uh, um, moving forward with like openings and like or closures or. Um, uh, you know, well, this new the reopening that the we're reopening, now. like because like there's, because uh, I was looking at I was looking at online and seeing like how what the hospital vacancies are, yeah, and uh, like are they are they filled to capacity because cases are going up in mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of those hot spots like, like New York and stuff like that. The uh, hospital, yeah, they haven't hit the decline yet, right? Are no, they, they're kind of like on the plateau. No, like they actually, uh, especially at I, like ICU units, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, hospital. Uh, Occupancy rates are mm. going down. Yeah, they're they're going. Well, they are. They have hit the decline. Yeah, they, they they've declined, but like the, the, but like reported uh, cases mm-hmm. of either deaths or illnesses are go are still either, you know, they're either they've plateaued or like sometimes at some places they're going up, right? Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, uh, th- when they're reporting that this person, like, let's say like sixty, th- like let's say uh, ten thousand new cases, like say ten thousand people have died of uh. Uh, coronavirus, right? Yeah. Um, if they say that, like, you know what? What I want to make sure that the date, the data behind it, to make mm-hmm. sure that they're saying that, you know what? This is directly due to coronavirus, not because of like uh, they were old and they they were more susceptible to it or susceptible to another, to another disease or whatever. Like something. Well, I've always kind of said, right? There, there seem. This is this is my take on it. And again, this is a pretty uneducated. I wasn't done, but you can go ahead. Oh no, no, no it's <laughs> it's in line with what you're talking about. Pretty uneducated take on it, which is kind of in line with what you're talking about. There's a group of people that probably would have gone within the next year or so anyway, mm-hmm. and they're getting they're getting hit by this, mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are kind of flooding the the ICUs and mm-hmm. the hospitals and the nursing homes yeah. and really spiking numbers up. Yeah, which I think scared a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think that's like that's why like what you're saying earlier, where it's that whole concept of like uh, the numbers are going up and it's getting a lot. It, what illness is getting them? Would the flu have gotten them? Would uh you know bad extreme temperature, you know? Yeah. Would something have gotten these guys sooner or later? Yeah, anyway? and and, ju- and just to like plant a flag there is like is saying that uh, I'm not saying that, yeah, by by no means am I am I saying I'm correct in this at, yeah. at all, right? But I'm just saying that there's uh there has to be there has to be a direct correlation between like what did these people like uh what are the why are the numbers rising and mm-hmm. what 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 is causing the numbers to rise? What is exactly the data behind that? Yeah. That's, it's a tricky one, man. Yeah, that's the thing, right? So I, I don't think the data on it is 
personally speaking anyway but mm-hmm. i'm not saying that I'm well correct. again like i like i said yeah. before this is our take on it which is not really a deep dive medical we're not no. we're not doctors i'm just, I'm just looking at the, at, at the hospital occupancy mm-hmm. that's all i'm looking at and uh so i'm just seeing like, that's why i'm saying that uh there has to be a direct correlation between like hey like this is there has to be concrete uh uh evidence that these like this person died and it was directly because of COVID 19 yeah. right so yeah, i think yeah. like if, if you if you make that that uh if, that's not, if the data supports it, like concrete, mm-hmm. then we can say like, you know what? Okay, yeah, this is why. Then you could be like, you know what? This is um, something that we should really, really. Exactly. Um, uh, really start to pay attention to, right? Well, let's, let's look at it this way. You've got no pre-existing health conditions. Mm-hmm. You're a healthy guy. Yeah. You take care of yourself. You've got great cardio. You're on your bike all the time. You work out three, four times a week at least, right? You eat healthy. You do your best to keep your immune system strong. Is coronavirus, COVID-19, going to come out and take you out? Because that's just what it does. Mm-hmm. Like, is it going to suddenly, like, you're going to get it, and then it's like 50-50. Yeah. Or is it that, you know, you you work out, you train, you exercise, you have asthma, um, you've kind of got, you know, an okay diet, but, you know, you're not like, you know, uh, you don't have a, a nutritionist mm-hmm. giving you a set schedule of how to eat or what to take what to do to take care of yourself. And you're like, you're also like, uh, you're not social distancing. You're, you're not, not social distancing. You're, not, yeah. you're in the middle of it. So yeah. you've got asthma and maybe you don't eat the best way possible, even though maybe you do work out. Mm-hmm. So now if something does get you, like coronavirus hits you and your asthma is uh, exacerbated yeah, because Yeah, you're, you're susceptible to attack. You're, susce- yeah. you're susceptible to attack and you're susceptible to have this thing take you out because you have a pre-existing health condition. Mm-hmm. Or is it that you're obese, you've got diabetes, and you're old? Yeah, exactly. So that that's exa- that that could be one of the reasons why yeah. uh, some of these people have died, right? And then yeah, one, yeah. one small thing could just knock them over, right? Exactly. But like I'm obviously the the like why are people dying? Yeah, like all, like all medical professionals, medical professionals in the United States obviously know more than I do, right? But like I'm just saying that the, Canadians are pretty good. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm saying for me personally, anyway, <laughs> but like, uh, but I'm just saying that the only Fauci. Yeah, but yeah, there's uh, the thing is too is that there's, uh, and I'm just talking about America in general. Yeah, because like, yeah. so, that's the biggest hotspot, right? So, well, and that's where we get a majority of like the news blasts from, right? Exactly. Yeah, because like the states, because like, you're seeing a reoccurrence of mm-hmm. the diseases, especially like in South Korea, all these countries have actually reopened their, uh, uh, their economies and stuff like that. So yeah. cases are, um. Uh, they have gone up a little bit, but that's yeah. just because that's that was inevitable. Because like, once, you, happen no once what. you happen, once you open your economy, people are going to be close together. So that's going to happen, right? So that's just that's just. Reality. But again, like if you do re, so let's say let's say South Korea reopens, right, and that they number does go up. Well, it, no, no, let's yeah. just like for we're just saying like they reopened, yeah, and the numbers go up. When those numbers go up, is it the the baseline people who are out there who are getting sick, or are you taking it back home to older family members or family members who are susceptible to getting that's to that, dying from that, it, right? that could be one of them because yeah. that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I mean, when you look at the majority of cases in Canada, it seems like a lot of them are. I mean, again, I, I'm pretty sure this is again very like loose information coming my way because I've ducked out of a lot of it these days. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the numbers that really spike up are people get it because they're in big groups, but the ones who are dying from it majority of them are older people or people with like major health issues mm-hmm. and then there are the odds like every now and then an odd person who is pretty healthy oh yeah they'll be they'll really be outliers hard. for sure they'll be outliers ex- exactly yeah. and then some uh, some people who are very healthy mm-hmm. suddenly they get hit really bad mm-hmm. and they're like man i'm super healthy i don't know are you i don't know am i yeah i think i am i train as much as uh anybody who i know does like i mean you and me are all these we're part of a very healthy group of people and nobody we know has gotten it, but for all I know, I've got something in my family history that's just just a red flag waiting to get hit. Yeah, right? I I don't know. Like I, I just uh um it's very it's so hard to like yeah um, get the get that 
get information out to a bunch of people and get, and get them to buy into it exactly. when uh, when uh, the information is all over the place. It's all over the, and yeah. changing all the time. Yeah, like I, I would rather I, I would not want to listen to. Uh, I I I don't I don't take at face value what the government tells us about about what the what the actual, I don't think they know what the numbers are and stuff yeah. and what the stats are. Yeah, yeah. I would rather hear it on the ground from a medical professional. Yeah, from the boots on the ground. Yeah, I want I like, want to hear I, from those I, people. Yeah, I, I would like I would love to hear it from my like my cousin Gertage, who's like exactly. he, he's a doctor in in Harlem and he has yeah. to deal with this stuff. So yeah, I, I, I like to hear it from him. Exactly. Yeah. That that's a like the first. That that is the front line that you're going to get your information yeah. from, rather than hearing like stats come at us from a filtered source, yeah, like, exactly. a, like a filtered political source. Yeah, because those 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 numbers that they're showing are mm-hmm. like they're uh, they're trying to like get the masses to like uh, you know stay safe and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Which I totally understand, right? Yeah. But uh, um, I have just I just have this fear that the numbers could be skewed. It's hard for us to 100 percent trust the government like just wide-eyed especially that government especially that government yeah. i mean ours is significantly better i mean when you look at the way we report our inf- information back but then again that's because we don't have the same kind of multi-layered or the gigantic population that spreads a lot of bullshit too right yeah like quebec's numbers went up uh i think by like 300 if not today i think if i'm like on friday if i'm mm-hmm. not mistaken they, they, they went up but uh uh if you say like it's it's, I think they're they should hold off on like the numbers, yeah, until like uh, unless they have confirmed reason to say like this is exactly COVID nineteen related directly. Yeah, this exactly right. But the problem is like yeah. that's where I kind of and I'm I'm a big I mean I'm not a conspiracy theorist, uh, a flat earth type person by any means, mm-hmm. but I'm right on board. I just don't trust the government. Yeah, like, I don't trust their information. Yeah, I want like if I'm gonna get any info, I want all the info. I want to mm-hmm. know who's getting it. And then I want to know who's dying from it because yeah. then I can look at it and then I can I can kind of do a, a graph myself, right? Where a red line shows me who got it and who died and then show me how old they were. Yeah. Or like, was there any kind of like, what were their markers? What were their pre-existing health conditions? Mm-hmm. What was their what was their blood type? Who knows, right? And then if you show me a line of people, like if the majority spike is all black, it's this gigantic black line mm-hmm. that is all people who were you know either asymptomatic or they got it or just nothing happened to them. It's mm-hmm. like as bad as getting a cold. Or maybe like a bad flu, yeah. and they were fine, mm-hmm. you know. And then that's the majority of people who got it. If you show me forty thousand cases and thirty five hundred of those cases were people who just got it, like yeah, I kind of felt shitty for a week. Yeah, and they walk away. And then there's five thousand deaths, which is a lot, and it sucks. But they were all, you know, like haggard people, mm-hmm. or they had markers that were like, well, no wonder, you know, if those are the deaths. Yeah, I, like I, I would want, I really would like that info. Yeah, yeah. That the um, I agree with you. The I think it's with, uh, um, I think it's better to like. Yeah, I think it's better to like look at the real data. Yeah. Than to and then formulate your own like data thing. is beautiful. Yeah. Then rather than uh um read the news, watch mm-hmm. the news. Yeah. Like deep, do a deep dive yourself. I, yeah. I I think I I just think it's it's healthier. Ideally. Like you want to right because yeah. it, it depends upon how much how much you care. Yeah. And so if you really like, if you're one of those people who like wear rubber gloves and wear a mask even when you're driving. Yeah. 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 I think like those <laughs> your 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 phobia is is gonna take the get the better of you. Well, I mean that's the same person's like I think I have it. Yeah, I think I have it. Yeah, you many times like I went to the grocery store today and I was driving back home and I I saw people in their SUVs wearing rubber gloves yeah. and the mask while they were driving. <laughs> That's I was like, up. are you are you crazy? You're that 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 very well that could be two things. That could be a person who doesn't want to touch anything because they're afraid of like the face touchy thing. Maybe it is, right? Let's hey, just let's best yeah, case scenario. Yeah, that that's fair enough. Like that that's okay. Or that's a cuckoo. 
That's a cuckoo bananas yeah. person. <laughs> like, yeah, to each their own. I like, I, I think that's fine. But like, same time, I was like, oh man, I'm like, that's just that's too far, man. I like, I like, I just feel bad for them. I'm like, that you can't, uh, you can't live in fear like that. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. But uh, whatever makes you think, you, whatever makes you feel safe, that's fine. But like, same time, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's always like the uh, like the people are the problem, right? And that's why you can't ask certain questions these days either like you can't you can't ask for all that data you can't ask anything right no because if you do somebody's gonna like Uh, somebody's on a virtue signal yeah so you're you're gonna trigger someone exactly like if i okay like the whole thing about uh like brian adams like he was teetering on on a little bit of a racist comment there the way he said that was but okay go ahead but i don't i i kind of don't he had a fear of people who are transmitting it from the bat, the bats in the wet market, yeah, and eating food that you shouldn't be eating. Mm-hmm. The same way we know some other stuff happens, like you know, you can go to a, a, a hot spot of malaria and get by, get bit by mosquitoes, or you know, get Ebola in certain parts of the world and come back here and transmit it. It all comes from somewhere. AIDS because people ate monkeys. They they ate like chimpanzee meat. I'm pretty sure that's what it was, isn't it? Like chimpanzee meat is how it got transmitted. I can't comment on something I know nothing about. I, I, I'm fairly certain that's what <laughs> I'm it was. Not too, I can't. Remember. It, was so, it was so long ago. Now, in the whole idea of punching down and being like on a position of being able to uh, be privileged or whatever it is, maybe he said it in a way that could have burned some people. Okay, I don't. I I I had no real issue with like. Okay, the way he said it was so dumb. But like, yeah, it's uh, stupid. It's dumb. But like, same time, it's like if you if you're gonna like. If you like, that's the thing. I, I don't understand these when people tweet out and they have to re- retweet back and then you know redact something that they said. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't mean it like that. I apologize for this. Blah blah blah. Right? No, you did mean it. Like, I know. Yeah, that's the thing. I know he meant it, right? Yeah. But why can't you just use your brain when you tweet? Like, like especially when you know that you have so many followers and you know when you're typing this, why don't you look? At, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna get some backlash from. I'm this. gonna eat shit for this. Yeah, and like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and I'm not. My record sales aren't exactly like I'm not exactly that much that relevant right now. I'm not right? Justin Bieber. Yeah. So like, why don't you just like. Say like, okay, why don't you just read over what you said instead of letting your, your anger get the best of you? Exactly. And when you have a social platform that yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that that could serve some purpose, yeah. But instead, he just goes on this this fucking vile rant about like people who live in Wuhan and like what their their food eating practices are. Exactly. I'm like, I look at that. And I'm like, you know what? Like, that is like either utter like stupidity on his point for mm-hmm. not re- not read reading what he said. He's like, oh, I'm gonna send this out. But that's that's what I'm getting at. I don't think it was so much that he was making a point to say like, um, you know. Uh, a racist rant. No, it, against, was, it, it was personal, but it, it was personal. But at the same time, I think what his problem was like he shouldn't. He should have taken this. He, he should have written it down first. Yeah. Then read it a couple times. I I, I hate. Then that. thought about it, and then send if he wanted to send it. And then when he sends it, he shouldn't redact it. He should be like, look, the information we got was wet markets and bats. Like that's what we got. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. But I don't. I don't involve myself enough in the uh, in the media to know. In which case, you shouldn't tweet it out. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So don't tweet it out. But don't like. Don't take your. Don't take the, the the moral like lesson of your of your tweet yeah. and then turn turn the the volatility up to eleven. Yeah, that that's a problem. That's yeah, that's so a problem. I, I just don't people do that way too often. Yeah, I mean the way he should have done it was would have been like, can we stop eating bats and shut down wet markets? Yeah, and then walk away. Yeah, instead of being like, God damn, people eating bats in third yeah. world countries, yeah, exactly. developing nations, you losers. No one, no one gives go a sh- vegan. No one gives a shit what you think. Yeah, no, that's number one. Nobody, yeah. I mean, no, we know that for a fact now. Nobody cares. What's yeah, take thing. yourself out of the equation. You're not that important. Yeah, but and I just, think and that means to, I don't mean that to everybody. To everybody, yeah. but to me, that seems to be like the new form of virtue signaling is why we can't ask what the numbers are mm-hmm. when it comes to coronavirus or COVID nineteen. Yeah. You can't ask people if there's like a if it's primarily older people getting it. You can't ask them if it's ethnicity based. You can't ask them if it's blood type based because somebody's gonna get offended by all of it. Yeah, you know what? I, I like I. I 
agree with that. Yeah. I, I would say that to like... Uh, Extreme case being Brian Adams. Yeah, exactly. But, but like, you can't ask logical questions anymore mm-hmm. because these virtue signalers are going to be like, well, that's racist or that's that's ethnically privileged. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That's just a... We're just victims of the time we live in. That's just what it is. But like... Uh, They've moved on to being outraged about this now. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you're now... Uh, Canada's insulting uh, Chinese people. Like, uh, Brian Adams is not the, the wholesome person that we thought he was. Summer 69 is gone now. I can't listen to that anymore. I'm like, give me a break. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think it's... Uh, um, uh, if you, I think people who are, if you're really, really want to like see how you're gonna, like how you should perform in society, like if you want to see like how if you're gonna catch it or not, or mm-hmm. you want to, you know what, just do a deep dive and just do it yourself. Yeah, you got to do it yourself because you yeah. can't trust information from anybody. Or just anymore. don't, and just I, I would say bottom line, just don't. Like just do the homework yourself, and just be like, you know what, I think I believe personally because I've on, went online. I'm not subscribing to what someone else told me mm-hmm. or what the news is saying. I'm gonna go in, inside. Search all, search everything if you're interested, if you're really yeah. interested in it, and then come up with your own stats. Well, like, or, had had he done that, had had he gone through and looked at what, what it was caused from, I don't even think that bat video was from China. Doubt it. No, no, I'm, I'm literally, like, yeah. I think, I if I'm not completely wrong, I think it's from somewhere, some a different Asian country entirely. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not even, but it was like, it was something else. It's something else entirely. Mm-hmm. That uh, where she was eating the bat from, it was like a bat soup from, like, some other part of the world just happened to be an asian lady so everybody's like a chinese person yeah they're like if you if you if, oh, you, that, no, that's, that's if you look asiatic you're an oriental and therefore you're eating bats oh yeah that's like, just, that was the viewpoint yeah exactly that's just lazy and easy it's just lazy and easy yeah yeah is what it is if, if, I, if you're gonna eat bat bats yeah you should only do it with three people <laughs> okay give me the three amigos oh the three amigos okay <laughs> i thought you give me like a bear grills yeah. anthony bourdain <laughs> yeah. and guy fieri yeah. i'm yeah. like what you gonna fish that wing yeah, head over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, send it over here. See, Martin's like. <laughs> but now that being said, um, having said that, I oh a truck going by. That's the the beauty of having those open air. Yes. But um, the the open air market. But <laughs> having said that, I have been in developing nations, and I have eaten weird shit. Like I've been out there where there's been the the offer made where you're pretty sure this meat isn't what it's being presented as. Yeah. And the person who's giving it to you is just very poor. Yeah. Or just wants to feed you and didn't have time to go and get something. As so long they, as it's cooked. As long as it's cooked, right? Yeah. So, I I mean, I know for a fact, man, I've eaten some stuff that definitely wasn't chicken. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've told that story here and, and old uh, old Dave Williams there, mm-hmm. he's he was with me. He was with me in a market one time. We sat and we ate some food. I told him to eat that like a savage because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're trying to put one over on us. Mm-hmm. And that was not chicken. Yeah. And then he could not walk down the street without looking at a cat the same way. Yeah, but I mean, it happens, right? These these places, there are certain foods. They're not the the insects and the scorpions, all that kind of crap and whatnot. There's a lot of street food, especially in Bangkok and mm-hmm. uh, and Cambodia and whatnot that you'll see, and it's only there for the tourist photo op. Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff like insects, off like crickets path, and things, yep. off the beaten path that are fried and seasoned like you would fry and season shrimp. Yeah, same type of thing. I mean, we eat shrimp. Some other co- like culture would look at that and be like, "You guys eat crabs and shrimp? Those are." ocean spiders yeah and bottom feeding ocean bugs yeah so why are you eating that yeah exactly well they eat crickets so exactly you know it's the same shit it's same <laughs> it's got protein in it it's got protein in it. the one thing i don't get though to me is that like up front straight in your face somebody who lives in canada racism about the the chinese guy got thrown out the window or mm-hmm. out the front door oh yeah like a 95 year old guy yeah and that dude is like you guys brought it here boof out the window oh like, yeah fuck somebody dropped that dude yeah like i mean why is that guy not getting a two by four uh to the right back to of the, the head? head yeah where's where's hacksaw jim duggan when you need yeah him? <laughs> where's good old fucking thumbs up hacksaw <laughs> now i'm not saying you should smash a guy because he did something like that but i mean like somebody should have stood up for that old guy oh you know they, 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 like 
you know, like racism or not. Anyone does that to anybody? You, uh, you they gotta get in. hurt. Yeah, you step yeah. in and you be you wreck that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, it's either a, verbally it's, or physically. It's messed up, man. Yeah, I was watching. A, I was reading an article about a guy. He's uh, he's Asian. I think he might be Chinese, but he's talking about he's got that clip on his hat with the GoPro, mm-hmm. and he's got his bandana on, and he's like, they look at me, they see my eyes, they think Chinese. So I got the GoPro on, and I'm I'm decked out. I kind of look like a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So that's his armor now when he leaves the house. Oh yeah, he's like, I have to look like this to make sure they know that they're on film the entire time. So if somebody decides to say something racist or do something or be aggressive, yeah, that they're not going to get away with it. Oh yeah, he's the, basically turned into sentry mode all the time. Oh yeah, that's a that's a very sad. It's a very sad way to live. Um, it's uh, brutal, but it's it's the reality we live in right now. Yeah, <sighs> it's so. crazy, man. Yeah, like the that, that, that thing too. Like I, I, I think I always do this, but I, th- I think what I, I think what, um, what I do is like even like when I go to the the, the grocery store or mm-hmm. whatever and I'm dealing with people, uh, I'm just extra nice to people now. Yeah, I, I I've always kind of been yeah. that guy. I, I, I know you're like that. You're you're yeah. just generally like that. Um, I think uh with uh me like I, I think I am, but like now I just go out of my way to like make sure to I to be do a it. little bit more polite. Yeah, like if I'm like, if I'm doing a checkout or something like that, because like uh, I just say like. Uh, I, I always strike up a conversation like, how's it going? Yeah. How's your day going? Especially for the cashiers. Yeah, you have They're to. eating some shit right now. Exactly. So I'm just like, hey, how's it going? Uh, and uh, like I went today to the store and I was like, uh, I was just talking to her. I was like, how's everything going? You know, like uh, staying safe, how the customer, any customers treating like shit or whatever like that? Or are they being mm-hmm. any bad customers? They're like, oh, you wouldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, oh don't, worry. I'm like, don't worry about it. This is almost over. Don't worry about it. It's, Shift's stay, almost done. Yeah, I'm like, just stay strong. Be positive. Yeah, exactly. So like, I just, little things like that. Um, because we're all eating a big sit sh- shit sandwich, so like, yeah, man. what are you supposed to do? Don't chew. Yeah, <laughs> if you're so. eating a shit sandwich, you don't chew. Yeah, so... Uh, I've always done that thing where um, I'll try to enunciate like a little bit more all the time. Like, I am I'm I was born in Canada. I don't really have an accent. Like, I've got, if anything, if I'm on the phone with somebody, if they don't know my name, they're probably not going to know where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm talking to somebody, I've and this has been since I worked in the bars, since I've been interacting with people, and especially like a lot of racism that comes in our direction doesn't usually come from immigrants. Mm-hmm. It comes from people who were born in Canada. Yeah. And unfortunately, it comes from like the douchiest parts of certain people, Caucasians, who were born in Canada. Mm-hmm. So when you when you do have to interact with somebody who you think, and this isn't everybody, it's a generalization to say it's, you know, it's only white people, it's not only white people, but I mean, really that's who it's going to come to me from. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get called a packy from, you know, another brown guy yeah. or a Chinese guy, although that has happened. That has happened before. But when I do interact, if I know I'm going to be in a situation where it's going to get a little bit hairy or it has the op- or the the air about it, that tension, that energy that's going to go to shit, mm-hmm. I always try to make sure that I've got that nice enunciation and everything I say because mm-hmm. like, it feels like it fucks them off a little bit more than I do. Yeah. You know, it's almost like they haven't got, so, there's one less thing for them to pick on. Mm-hmm. And it's all, and you know, on top of that, I'm, I don't, I'm hard on people, man. I don't let people get away with shit like that anyway. Mm-hmm. But it just seems to really fuck with people more when number one, you're not backing down. Number two, you're not an immigrant. And number three, you've got better grammar than them. Mm-hmm. Or you're able to deliver, you know, faster, snappier retorts than they can, mm-hmm. especially when they lost their shit. Yeah. So in that, I also try to do that like more now when I'm just walking around. Mm-hmm. Like For me, one of them was like last week I was walking around in Walmart. And I noticed a little bit more of a heavy set white lady and she was holding up her, her shirt. She had like a high turtleneck. Mm-hmm. She was holding it over her face when she'd walk past non-white people. Mm-hmm. I noticed it and I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Like that's just, that's ignorant to no end. Like why are you doing that? But that's the kind of person who if I'm going to talk to her, I'm going to make sure I've got a little bit more 
enunciation in the way I speak. I bet you anything though, those like like Chinese people and like they're the ones who are probably like cleaner than everybody else. Oh, dude! I mean, they're the ones who are masked up and sanitized before they leave the house. Oh yeah, and and so yeah, I, I think it's um. No, that could also be like my own my own hangups on culture, right? Because I mean, I do have a lot of hangups on culture. Yeah, I, but I, that, that, that that just feeds into like whatever, like your, it does. Your, your daily like uh, your daily life and like how you perceive people and how yeah. you want to act in front of people and what you do in these kind of situations. And my, that, my everyone has that. Everybody has that. Yeah. Now, mine are always like uh, a little bit more heightened anyway, just because like the work I've done my entire life. Yeah, has always been like you know. Yeah, that's natural for you. Gauge people's like gauge who somebody is before yeah. I speak to them. So I mean, I'm always like that. Yeah. And then even even after I went from being in in a security and private investigations and bouncer world, mm-hmm. when I got into more creative and artistic world, it, I'm still interacting with people all the time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have to gauge. Like I mean, if I'm at a wedding, I'm gonna shoot a wedding. Well, sometimes people have like a shitty family member who doesn't want to talk to you, and you kind of have to spot that guy out. And if you go to take a photo of that guy, he's like, "Not now." I'm like, "Well, then it's never, and you can come to me." Yeah. So you know you have to gauge those people, like as you go on the fly. Yeah, it's a. Uh- so I don't know. My senses are always my spidey senses are always up mm-hmm. all the time. Anyway. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Like that, like uh, like that. That I totally understand. Like uh, for me, it's like uh, um, I I just came to a point right now where I'm like, you know what? Uh, there's too much. Um, uh, this is I think this is a time where people have to rally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you don't. Well, we're all in it together. Right? Yeah, the thing is like, and that's the thing that that's the, that's the thing. We're we're all in this together, right? Yeah. Uh, I know it's a hashtag, but literally. It's a Nine Inch Nails song too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, but uh, Roberts as well. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, but I just think uh, you need more of that and less of uh, um, that that white lady who was putting her mask on, yeah. who, who raised her turtleneck up. When she and it running. won't just be her. I mean, it could be like a black lady, or it could be a Chinese. Oh, it could be anybody. It, 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 people don't realize that they're like because every like I caught like uh, people are like uh, they watch the news and like seeing the like the, because the, they'll feed into the propaganda or like well, they'll just see what they see and they'll be like not because of what the news says mm-hmm. but they'll be like okay it, it like uh, like one plus one equals two so let's say there's a disease um originated in china equals um you know what all chinese people have this exactly. are, are are responsible for everything right and then they'll make these blanket statements it's not just white people do it brown people do it too they'll, oh everybody everybody's does it. everybody's in this together everybody does it it's it, just the majority of what we hear on the news and no. again it's filtered because it is sensationalist and it makes us look at look at a certain uh like a certain group more yeah it's like all these all it was like like these these uh these racist like uh tendencies yeah they're just they're just uh they're just sleeping right now. Yeah, you, yeah. You just need these one, this one little, this one thing, other this, this the, the coronavirus, mm-hmm. to like uh, just uh, excite these, uh, you know, these atoms, and they all of a sudden, next thing you know, <laughs> a fucking bomb goes off. Totally true. Yeah. Absolutely true. Right. <laughs> you just need something. It's like people are. Uh, what was I just watching? What somebody said they just need a reason. They need a reason, right? Yeah. That people they just need a reason to be to be scared of something, and then you can sell them anything. Yeah, like if they're scared of something, mm-hmm. you can kind of sell them any concept based Easily, on that yeah. fear, right? Yeah, you can. And that's what's happening. Yeah, you can say, "Oh, I told you so." Yeah, yeah, I told you that's right. They eat all these things, and I knew this disease. Disease was going to come. come there. Ah, that's crazy, man. fucking idiots. Yeah, but what are you going to do? I mean, that's that's like the world we live in. Hopefully, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to be um, that bad of a summer. It seems like the the well, bounce back is going to be pretty pretty okay. I okay, personally speaking, uh, I just believe that. Uh, um, we're gonna see. Uh, it's summer's gonna be definitely better than spring. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, hands down. Yeah, okay? yeah. just because of like uh, what you're what you're able to do mm-hmm. and stuff like that. My fear is that when autumn comes, yeah, there's gonna be uh, when if when flu season comes again, and uh, you know when the uh, when the winter sets in and stuff like that, 
if we if there is a round two, like how much worse is it going to get? Yeah. So, um, but well, I I think there definitely will be a round two. I, oh, I mean, yeah, like, that, that's like not even an if. Oh yeah, so like, it's definitely going to be a round two. Yeah. So like my I guess my uh, the good thing is like there's 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 things that people can do without even them noticing. Like a lot of people don't realize how porn how how much good they're doing by just doing the isolation and staying home. Yeah, well, it's the, it's the biggest part of it. Yeah. I, again, now yeah. that's I mean. I don't know. I, I think that's a major aspect of it, mm-hmm. but uh, it is, I don't know. I yeah, mean, it's a, it's. I, I would say that it's a it's a, it's the easiest thing people can do, and it's effective. It's effective. Yeah. So there's no excuse for like saying that. Um, like, what can I do? If anyone is saying that to themselves, I'm like, yeah. no. If you're staying home and you're not like, avoiding the big crowds, you're doing a good job. Like, what you're doing, your part. It and definitely works. Yeah. I'm not saying that you have to go to medical school and and you know study infectious diseases, but yeah. I'm just saying that if you can stay home and not like uh you know be a disease sponge yeah yeah then you're you know what you're doing your job mm-hmm. so uh the fact then the fact that no one's like that there's no real like uh coming together on this especially like like in canada i would say there is but it's uh, better here in the it's states. better here but in the states it's just like a cesspool yeah you've got a lot of people out yeah. there who are the whole like the whole the whole idea of um it's i gotta saddening. go get my hair cut yeah. i gotta go to the bar we gotta get back to we gotta get back to normal mm-hmm. all of that like all of that is 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 definitely necessary. Like you got to find yourself back to some sort of normal. But yeah. I think there are certain things you can do without. Like okay, let's just say somebody's like the economy is going to shit, right? And you got people out there who wanna they they want to make money, and the way they do it is a restaurant or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely ways to support those people mm-hmm. to get your food from them, to support them, to help them out. Yeah. Then there are things that you don't necessarily need to be doing, and the problem is. Like those are the ones we're focusing on. We're focusing on like going to a club and clubbing and partying, going to the beach and hanging out, going to ski resorts, and going stuff. to ski resorts. All like if you just if you just kind of like shuttle, like just shut down your expectations of what's going to happen. Like all the fun times going to get back to. Just be like, no, we're gonna we're gonna get back to normal, but let's just fucking take our time. Yeah, then I, people will take it. Like it'll be easier to do what you want to do. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. The only thing that the only thing I would say about that is that. Uh, uh, I agree. Like there has to be some like, like I don't want to say it, like the word the bad word is a hierarchy. Like you know what which one takes precedence over which. Yeah. But uh, I guess the the sad part is I because I because I, I, I read the report I read this report on the news and there was mm-hmm. like people who live in Canada ask us and stuff like that and they're saying that all we have to like we're trying to get back to work we're trying to get the tourists back here because yeah. those people have a livelihood too that they have to support. I mean they gotta make money. Yeah. So like it's a. Uh, um, uh, I feel bad for them because like you know what okay, what else can you do? Yeah. Because let's say okay, no one no one from like. No one's gonna come there. Like skiing right now is not an option. Well, plus it's summer. It's well, summer. Yeah. Summer. So, so like, what are you supposed to do? So, I think like the, um, I think the overarching story behind this is that, uh, there's gonna be a massive reset on how people live their lives now. I think that's definitely the way to go. Yeah. I think that's necessary. Yeah. There's actually like a really good uh, um interview with uh um Andrew Chang. Is he the one who's running for president? They're- Yang. Yang. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And um and there was also I think it was Sam Harris. They were having an interview saying like, you know what? Uh, they talk about the reset of like what, like how, what are the, the, the what are going to be the long term changes that we're going to have to adapt to? Mm-hmm. But this is the reset of expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I think that's going to be my, that's going to be on my docket today. Yeah, but I, I think I, I, uh, just to see like, you know, what are the like, what is realistically going to happen? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what is going to be like? You know what? This is we're no longer be able to do this now, right? Because yeah. now we can move forward, and uh, so the permanent change that we're going to go through. Is good is uh, because of it's going to help us grow as 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 a society. Exactly. So maybe it was good to just like I'm not saying it was good that that's a bad way to say it, but like it's a good way to um, 
reassess everything mm-hmm. and be like, you know what? We were wasting our, we weren't like wasting our time, but it seemed like times like we were just like, you know what? Let's uh, put a new mix on these things. Here, exactly. Yeah. I, here's the thing. It was um, it wasn't a good way to reset our expectations. No. Or, but the reset was necessary. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that this had to happen to reset it. Mm-hmm. But at least now we're forced to do it. Exactly. So we're forced to reset our expectations. For me, it's like that whole idea of um, you know, like we we just we don't need to march on your Capitol Hill with guns in your hand to say reopen the fucking country. No. But if you just kind of start reopening little by little, and then, you know, it's that whole idea that we're driving around, right? Like, yes, a couple of days ago. Well, okay, just just before yep. you uh, continue with that, is that it's not about uh, just reopening. the. It's about, like, do you have a plan to open? Do you have a plan the, to reopen? Like, the a, a plan, a, a safe plan to reopen the country. And that's what uh, most countries have. Yeah. United States does not have that. They and, they, have and, that. and they need that at scale. Yes. So yeah, for three hundred fifty million exactly. people. Exactly. So yes. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. But that, well, what I was just getting at is like, let's just say you've got three fifty, and we've got like ten ten percent of that as yeah, what we have. Thirty right? million. Thirty That's million, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you force people to like stick to the plan, and you start ticketing them, and you're barking at them, your daddy waving at them. Yeah. You're you all you're gonna do is get them pissed off, and you're gonna make them want to go harder mm-hmm. and rebel more, right? But if they're just kind of getting back to it, and you just like you know just look the other way for a little while while you lay down a plan on how you're gonna get it opened. Then you kind of let, let people just kind of filter out in the streets a little bit more and more and see what happens without really waving your finger at them. Mm-hmm. And the spike happens. You're like, I fucking told you people to stay home. Nobody's staying home. Mm-hmm. So we're shutting it down again. You know, it's like we're, you can't, you can't hold on too tight. It's that whole idea of like holding on to your kids too tight. No, they're, they're going to rebel. No, they're, and they're going to slip through your fingers. They're going like, to slip through your fingers. They're going to freak out and they're going to go do heroin. Yeah. So just, you know, come up with a decent plan. Don't, uh, well, for us who are at home, don't freak out because you want to get your hair cut. Freak out that you just want to go to to help out your buddy who owns a restaurant. Yeah. You know, don't freak out that you want to go skiing and go camping and, you know, play soccer in the park because that's unrealistic, right? I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's not going to, it might not be possible, mm-hmm. but maybe just like, let's find ways to do things in our own sphere that are, that are able to get us exercise and get out instead of going to this whole fucking full term open screaming at the... At the government to let us go back to let us go back yeah, and help they, these people yeah because that doesn't solve anything it doesn't solve anything right yeah. it's just we have to we have to limit our expectations of what's going to happen and we can't demand our government to open everything up and freak out and so we have to get right back no. to it open all the gyms open all this shit let's spit in each other's mouths it's not going to fucking happen no but yeah because that, that's a very selfish way to look at it because you don't you don't know, you know if you get it then you expect somebody else yeah like, yeah people don't really. You lot, gotta, I'm not saying that everybody doesn't understand that, but there's a certain few, and yeah. I think you can look at them if they were wearing red hats, is that they don't understand it. <laughs> there's a type, that, yeah. that like wannabe Navy SEAL red hat looking motherfucker. Yeah. Exactly. Bilzerian? Yeah, because I actually... I actually <laughs> not that he did anything. I'm just saying that Dan Bilzerian look is the kind of guy who's going to be like, oh, let's open or get our jobs back. Yeah, because I actually drew it out, actually, uh, like what, what I thought of it, and mm-hmm. I just I just drew it out in concentric circles. A like, Venn diagram? Kind of like a Venn diagram, yeah, because like, I just wrote it like, uh, okay, like the... the like, uh, the last two months have been like this. So, like, uh, you drew, a, I just drew a big circle. I'm like, yeah, this is what we went through mm-hmm. in the in the spring, right? And then, like, that's when the, the economy was kind of closed. Worst case scenario, everyone was staying home and stuff like that, right? But then next to it, I drew a smaller circle. Like, you know what? That's when the economy reopens, and then you get all these these the, these cases that they're they you know the cases go after you go do a full circle. Cases, uh, you know, cases are what they are, and they and then you move on to the next quarter. Like, next thing you know, cases slow down, but they still they still occur. And then yeah. smaller and smaller and smaller until you get to the point where, like, you know what? Hopefully, there's going to be less cases. Uh, less and less. Less and less and less. Yeah, it's just a lot of it's just frustration. Yeah, I think we're at that point now, especially with us. And I, it's clear by the way we're talking about it. We're just frustrated with everybody 
some people want too much too soon. Uh, we all kind of want to get back to doing what we got to do, mm-hmm. you know. But we just it's we're all we're all feeling this way. Like that's the one thing about like where we are right now. Mm-hmm. I think everybody feels how we feel, in in a like you know a small variance. Yeah. Like it's a very small degree change. Maybe you want something else in what you want in your in your life. Maybe you want to see your grandkids. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to get a meal with your friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe your friend has a bar that you feel shitty is not able to open up. Mm-hmm. And they're they're hurting. Yeah, you know maybe you yourself have a job you want to get back to, but you can't because you know you you aren't able to mm-hmm. because you'll be surrounded yeah, it, by people who you might yeah who might I, have it. Yeah, and I understand that the feeling of like the depletion of self worth. We don't like because you're like, okay, hey, what am I doing every day? I'm like, you know, my job is everything, or like, like I can't hang out with my friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a great opportunity just to reset and just restructure yourself. Yeah, just restructure yourself. Right. I think, well, yeah, and that, that's the hope that you people that people will do. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Okay, fine. You know what? Let me just. Uh, let me concentrate on myself now. Let me, you know, I'm going to spend more time with my family. With your family, find something else that you're good at. I mean, just, just work on it. And it doesn't mean like, you know, find something, like learn to code. No, not at all. It's not like, it's not, it no. doesn't mean that change the Go way ahead, you live though, your yeah. life. <laughs> Go ahead and learn. If that's not what it is. If you're young, definitely. De- for sure. Yeah. But that's not what it is where it says like, you know, you're a farmer and now learn to code and like, make a new career out of yourself. That's not it at all. It's no. like, if you're forced to stay home with people that you're forced to be around, Mm-hmm. Then maybe just take a minute to step back and and learn something about the people you're with and yep. something else you can do and keep yourself either busy or maybe there's something else you can do to to get yourself a little bit more a different kind of an income. Who knows? I I did. I went online. I changed. I took all everything I was doing where I'm dealing with people face to face. I moved all my business online. Had to learn how to do it. That's good. So it's not something I'm used to doing. All I, I'm a very like outside of Kijiji and Craigslist and shit. Yeah. All my work is either uh, word of mouth or or just posting ads. Yeah. But now I'm doing Fiverr. I'm doing a few different avenues to make make an income. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I think with I think what people should uh, uh, I think every person has had this moment uh, is that go back to the times in your life like whether it's like it was a a week ago a month ago a year ago whatever mm-hmm. it was and when you asked yourself or when you told yourself or convinced yourself uh i wish i had more time right i should have more time to do that yeah if i had more time i would do that yeah if i had extra time i would do this yeah like you have that now yeah so, it's, take, it's, so take advantage you take advantage yeah so and you're I, getting paid to, to sit at home yeah exactly like i mean it's a phone call away to get that for most people just go online. It takes, yeah, it takes, go it online. takes five minutes. If you're if you're not working, the government's paying you to kind of sit yeah, your ass at home. If you, want to, if you want to claim, you're good. Like yeah. so, I think the uh, like for everyone who's listening to this, yeah. Like if you've ever asked yourself that question, mm-hmm. like like what oh what do I need more time for? Oh, was it working out? Oh, uh, change this, draw something, get into this, whatever. Start doing it. Yeah, start doing it. You're yeah. not an idiot. I mean, you're, if, if you're if you're looking for ways to get back out there. I mean, look for ways to, to reassess the way you do things. Yeah. Or you're like, you know what? I'm stressed out. I do I have to do this and stuff like that. But now if you have more time, I wish mm-hmm. I had more time to relax. I'm like, now you can just like, you know, take a breather. Yeah. Uh, reset, get your mind straight. And so when you- when, Get when, your mind right, son. Yeah, exactly. So when the, when, when, when work, when the, when work uh, comes again, you'll be refreshed and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's uh, it's strange times. Strange. I think like that's that's evident in the way we're talking about. It. Like I think even even in the way we're trying to work around it in this conversation, mm-hmm. we're both kind of still confused by everything. And yeah. I think, the, I think everybody is. I think this is a pretty good pretty good litmus test for how everybody is. I think so too. I think the uh, uh, like I don't claim to know more than anybody else, but I like, don't fucking know anything. Yeah. So, but uh, the thing is that you uh, 
Um, but the the root is that you should go looking for answers, looking for your own answers, rather, for sure, rather than like just believing what you see on TV and just like spitting out what someone else said. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. An excellent point is that you shouldn't just like you shouldn't just be a slave to CNN or Fox News or MSNBC or CBC, whatever it is. Yeah. You should be getting multiple sources. You could use them as a stepping stone, but yeah. but also but also like use them to step out your uh, step out your comfort zone. And be like, trust you know but verify. Yeah, yeah. Trust, trust but verify. Trust yeah, your you news source, but verify it. Yeah. Go do your is own cr- research. Is that true? I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Okay, Jake Tapper. Yeah, I like the guy. It's great. Okay, mm. what he said. This is that actually true? Go look at the numbers. Exactly. Because like th- th- they'll tell you right up when they they'll tell you where they sourced it from. Yeah, well, for sure. And, and if they don't, don't walk away, man. Walk away. You know, don't get your news from BuzzFeed. Yeah. Or you Fox know, News, or well, or CNN for or, that matter. Or C- yeah, just, just I mean, they're yeah. all going to sensationalize their end, right? Yeah, they're all going to take their their idea of what they want to tell you, and they're going to make the other guy look like a villain. They're going to blast you in the face with like just like shock news. Oh yeah, like the um, because true intellectuals will, will be able to have civil discourse. Yeah, but uh, you'll never, they won't. You'll barely find that on the news. No man, I so, mean the news these days, it's all talking heads. Yeah, that's all it is. So. Um, Go to your source, like see what they say, mm-hmm. and then go verify it and be like, you know what, this I I this is what I, I believe to be yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but and and don't and don't force that on your on anybody else. Yeah, don't 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 spread bullshit. Yeah, and then make somebody else believe your angle. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, yeah to, like to each their own. Yeah, man. Nah, good point. Yep. Otherwise, outside of uh, the corona, how's everything else going? The working out, you training good? You're training well. You're working uh, hard. You're yes. on the bike like fucking every day. Yeah, but biking is like you know what I I'm always uh you know, I think you'll agree with this too is that uh um you know you race your strengths but train your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta do start. I gotta start doing that more now. So that that will be tomorrow. Yeah, I will. Uh, I went I, out with you one time. I gotta I gotta get stronger. That's my biggest thing. Well, like overall strength overall or cycling strength. strength. Yeah, overall, overall strength. strength. I have to get stronger. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I like I was getting out, like you just said, like train your strengths or train your weaknesses. Yeah, like tra- yeah, we got to train your weaknesses. Yeah, biking is no biking for me is like is is easy. I'm just like I can go, I can go like it's ridiculously easy for you. It's yeah, so it, it's but that's just because of like I do it all the time. You do it all the time, but at the same time, it's like you look at you working out. Yeah, I could never lift or like do anything that you could do right, but you just do it all the time. You just do it all the time. Yeah, so, so get used to it, right? Yeah. I mean, it was that day when we were on the uh, on the bike. And then uh, there were times, again, like not knowing how the gears work properly. And uh, clearly you've just got like excellent technique on the cycling. So for me, I haven't got that technique either, right? Mm-hmm. So I would get, like I would, there were times I would look up and you were at least two kilometers ahead of me. Like you'd be a little <laughs> orange speck in the distance. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, what is going on here? Yeah. No, but you know what, those gears, uh, yeah. because like, you, have, you have to know like, it was just a matter of like, you know, getting in the middle of the gears, like yeah. on the front gear, put on this, put it on the second one, not the first one. And then on the back ones, you can just rotate the kind of play around. Yeah, but like, I think you were stuck on the first one. I did not know the fuck I was yeah, doing. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's hard. But like, the, well, I would get there, and I mean, it wasn't. I mean, I'm pumping the entire time. Yeah, cardio was an issue. Cardio's I catch up to you. For you. Yeah, like what is going on? Like, yeah. how come you? Because it. But in my head, I'm thinking to myself, that's exactly what it is, right? You have got great technique on the bike, so you know, and you know your own bike, mm-hmm. so you know your own gears. On top of that, your technique is phenomenal, mm-hmm. so you can just go. Which means that you just yeah, you gotta start doing lunges or something though. To train your train your weaknesses exactly. Start lifting more. Start lifting more. Do yeah. do all that stuff. So yeah, I have to. Like, I definitely have. Uh, there's definitely room to grow. But like, mm-hmm. um, but with biking, it's biking is just like it's just automatic. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun too. So yeah. like you're not you're not in this workout headspace. No, you're just you're just like you're exploring. 
It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. It literally was no, just like, fun. Yeah. Dr- like going around and just looking at old neighborhoods we used to live in, mm-hmm. driving past my old house and shit like that and just having a good time. Yeah. Which is really enjoyable. And then you're like, you realize like, like how far have we gone? We're like, yeah, that was 30K easy. And like, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Right? We didn't come back. We were huffing and puffing. None of that. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. I will say, I've said it again. I've said it before. I'll say it again. That last hill though. I was so happy. You oh, were that right. fucking hell is garbage. It came around the corner. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, like I said, when we, t- we turned that right, I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, thank God. But actually, you know what? If we had taken that hill up, mm-hmm. that would have been actually less effort, less effort than going the, the route we did. Because like, all you have to do is attack that hill. After that, it's like it's downhill. It's just like a flat roll down. Yeah, because then you just t- you take a right. You t- you but mentally. The yeah. Mentally, I think it was a big old fuck you. Yeah, because that's a big incline. It's yeah. a long one. But once you're done, but then we still have to, we still have another like two, uh, a kilometer and a half to go after that. Yeah, it was, uh, no. Yeah. I really, I was just happy with the right turn. Yeah. That was good. But I enjoyed it. I I think this year for sure is going to be a, going to be a bike for this guy. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta find a decent bike. I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah, your mom said you have to get a bike. Yeah, no, we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, that day I was cleaning out the garage and doing all the work in the front Mm -hmm. when he came by. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just, because I wouldn't stop talking about it. I enjoyed it so much. And she's like, well, if you enjoyed that much, Mm -hmm. go get a bike. So, uh, no, for sure. This year is going to be a, it's going to be a bike year for me. Yeah. Cause like there's going to be not that much to do this summer it doesn't seem like can't it. travel i mean i was all ready to join two gyms this mm-hmm. year I had, I had two training camps that i was going to join up in and um i don't think they're going to happen now yeah. i was super psyched because i haven't been a part of those of, of that kind of like martial arts training in years it's been like five or six years yeah so i've done that kind of stuff i don't think they'll be doing it so i think i'm uh just yeah just get a gonna be getting a bike just get a just get a regular Regular, just to get a regular bike, like regular mountain bike, and just, just to, get a BMX. I know you were talking that with actually. I told Jason about that. Jason's yeah. like, uh, uh, I was like, yeah. I told Vic, I'm like, yeah, let's get a bike, and then Vic's like, yeah, man, I want to get a BMX so bad. Then, then Jason goes, yeah, um, he's definitely going to be left behind. <laughs> oh, that's not even the point. I couldn't even care less. For yeah. me, it's just a matter of like, just get a BMX and just fuck around. Yeah, like get on there for two hours and just just go anywhere you want to yeah. go. But you, but on, but in like honestly, I think you should get like just get a cheap mountain bike. Oh yeah, for sure. And just, yeah, yeah. just to go, do what we what you guys do what are we doing. Do, yeah. yeah, for sure. You can't you can't. It's so much fun when we go. It's like uh yeah. because we go like by Terwilliger. We mm-hmm. go on like these off beaten paths, and they're like they're. It's not difficult riding. It's just mm-hmm. uh, good to explore different areas. For me too, it's like it's that that idea like the whole like getting left behind. Mm-hmm. If you tell me I'm gonna get left behind. I'm going to start working that BMX so hard mm-hmm. that I will be right up there with you. It's like the push-ups thing, right? Yeah. I was told you can't do 300 push-ups a day. Mm-hmm. Well, now I do, and it's not even a, like it's not even a thing anymore. Actually, we were we were talking about it. We, were saying, we said, okay, if Vic gets a BMX bike, if he gets a cool heart or something like that, he goes, we have to put those pegs on his back wheel. <laughs> Dude, for <laughs> and sure. He, and he, one of us has to go on, t- on the back of it. <laughs> Hop on the back. I'll put some in the front. We'll just do hops and shit. Yep. It'll be great. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I I am one of those guys, man, where I, I got to, like, I got to, once I get obsessed by something, yeah. it's just, it's in my head. Like, I'm just going to, I have to do it now. Yeah. I, have to, I, I have to be good at it. Yeah. Because for me, it's like the, 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 the biking is not a workout. It's just more of like a. Oh, I got I got an hour and a half to kill. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's go for a ride. Let's go outside and enjoy myself. Well, for an you hour know what and it half. is too yeah. is it's a good it's a good base to to do everything else with. Like if you're doing that, it's like a walk, right? Everybody can walk. Yeah. If you can't walk, then you might have something wrong with you. But everybody can do that walk. But if you do a good brisk thirty minute walk a day, mm-hmm. and on top of that, you're also working out. Yeah, if you're doing two a days. Yeah, if you, let's say a walk is your warm up, then you go back. You go back to then you go to the gym. Then you yep. go to the or your house or whatever. Then you do your workout, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's easy because like that 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 loosens you up, and the next thing you know, you're in the definitely you're lifting the weights, and then eat properly. That's a you should always a, have a like one thing that you do every single day as a base. Yeah. To to make sure that you're at least doing it. 
Uh, and, and that's the thing too. Eventually, it becomes like if you've got like a hard labor job, like a farmer or something like that. Obviously, you're not gonna work out. Yeah. But if you do that every single day, not sorry. Nah, right. If you're if you're working out every single, if your physical manual labor job is what you do all the time, plus you work out. When you do have this like a shutdown, and your physical labor job is gone, yeah. But you're still doing your 45 minute workout. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you got a gut. Like, why am I getting fat? It's like, well, because you're not busting your ass all day long. Yeah, you have to. Uh, yeah, you're right. You have. Yeah. You, you have need to. one baseline thing that you do. Yeah. Yeah. But same thing, same time that 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 just plays into like you know race your strengths, train your weaknesses. Exactly. Yeah. So like you can't if your labor job is gone, and, but you're still doing the, the strength training, right? Yeah, like yeah. Incorporate something else into it that kind of like balances everything out. Yeah. <laughs> two hours or, of throwing a medicine ball around. <sighs> yeah. Just two hours of medicine ball work. Yeah. Oh man, I have I have bad memories of the medicine ball. Yeah, a lot of people do. People think the medicine ball is just like a like a like a thing that's there in the gym. It's just always there. Oh no! Like I, an old uh, Jack Lane bullshit. Yeah, see, like you're talking about, like about the workouts you had to do. I was yeah. thinking about the stuff that we did with the te- with the medicine ball. To- did you throw it at somebody? You did, didn't you? Oh god. Yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll let that go. There, there seems to be there was a look in your eye that was like, "Is I'm gonna incriminate myself." Yeah, which uh, which I'll we'll cover after this. There you go. Uh, we got some, we got some fun stuff. Let's yeah. see what we had here. Oh, oh, oh I, uh, go I, oh, ahead. What you got? I was going to say like, uh, I did the, um, I, uh, I actually I lent it to my brother this past weekend, but or like a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago. I did, they actually did the, uh, visual comparison between, uh, um, Akira on Blu-ray and, uh, and the 4k. Oh, get out of town. It is such a difference. I couldn't believe, I, I didn't want to believe it. I was like, okay, how much of a difference is it going to be? And so I actually looked at it. I, oh, yeah. I did a side by side. I was like, holy shit. I'm like, this is like, they put some extra work into this they they i would imagine they would oh, yeah yeah at the same time like have you ever gone back to watch a cartoon on dvd oh it's it's awful it's terrible <laughs> it's, i mean like there's a lot of stuff i really enjoy but it's yeah. all and the same can probably be said for going from 1080 to like yeah. a 4k yeah it's 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 there is a there is an there is an inherent uh difference in picture quality yeah i can imagine. so so if you're going from like 1080p to 4k what you're going to see is like clarity yeah, yeah okay but but if you go from uh four like a 1080 to 4k with hdr you're gonna see a difference in clarity and uh color yeah well they're really popping that yeah so you're gonna see the hdr yeah. so the high dynamic range and akira is just like like canada's jacket is is it's not just red it's fucking red <laughs> it's not just red yeah. it's fucking red yeah dude. tetsuo's cape is like is is fucking red the blood is red and the thing is like the, the thing about akira is that it's a um you don't even have to watch the movie you can just like take a look around and just like the pause it's the art. screen and you'll you'll see something different every time you watch it it's all like i've always said about akira it's like any frame from that yeah can be artwork on your wall i agree like i totally every agree. frame from akira yeah you can just take that out enlarge it and throw it into your wall yeah there's it's, it's worth looking at yeah there's very little grain on it um and uh the color schemes like i just went to different uh because Watching Akira is like pointless for me now because I've watched mm-hmm. it so many times. I pretty much memorized it, and uh, so I just watch it for like the you know just little things I missed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching it, like seeing like uh like those the elder those elder kids, yeah, yeah, uh, like number twenty six, like how like you could see his skin, you can see like the color. That's wild. All, it's 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 so crazy. There's a and there's when, like a, a certain kind of like a texture that you get when you when you like I don't like HDR mm-hmm. on um on live action mm-hmm. at all but there is like a certain type of texture that pops more on animation mm-hmm. like you kind of feel like you're looking at the individual cells over cells yeah like there it's there's uh there's a fine line though because yeah. like you uh because when the like, especially when the, when you're dealing with not not pixar but when you're dealing with hand like the the older like animated shows, cell animation yeah so cell animation right so let's say looking at um uh 
Um, like Akira was done very, very well. So, well, let's just clarify for people who don't know. Like mm-hmm. when you, like you said, Pixar. If you're watching Pixar or like New Family Guy or um, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's digital animation. It's digital animation. Well, I, I think Family Guy now is, but the older, older, older stuff. Older stuff, yeah. yeah like old Sim- Looney Tunes, Akira. Simpsons, Akira and stuff like that. that yeah, it's like multiple all the, cells. All the 90s animation was all done, a hand was hand-drawn. Hand-drawn. For the most part. And hand-painted. And hand-painted, Which is why right? when you look at Looney Tunes, when Wiley e. Coyote's gonna smash through a wall, yeah. the wall looks different where he's gonna smash through Exactly, it. yeah. Because so, it's an actual different layer of cellulose over top of a uh, a painted piece of... Like, exactly. Like, it's a painted, tangible piece mm-hmm. instead of, uh, like, Pixar, which is all digital on digital, a machine. You can't rendered. Touch it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. um... The problem with the uh, um, like I thought Akira was done very well because I, d- I did have the side by side. The thing that I one I didn't like was um, especially with the, I think the Disney animated movies have this problem um, is that uh, the artist who are who's doing the actual painting and the drawings, mm-hmm. uh, especially ones who are doing the painting for the color schemes, uh, the HDR really enriches the color, mm-hmm. but it takes away the natural color that the artist was trying to implement. Yeah, that does suck. That's yeah, you're you're spot so it's, on. So, yeah, so it's over it's yeah, oversaturated. Totally right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like when I was watching I I, I was watching uh, Aladdin on four K mm-hmm. and uh I watched it and I was like the colors just like I'm like this is way too, it's like too much sugar in your coffee. It's like Aladdin's it's, an issue too because a lot of the backgrounds aren't real. Yeah. Like they're all they're all digitally they're, created. They're all digital, right? yeah. Yeah. But if you go back to like Cinderella or uh, or like um, Snow White and the, the older stuff. Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. There's a lot like the HDR can take away from that. Yeah, like if I was the, uh, I I can imagine myself being the like who did like like the guy who like painted Jafar and like uh yeah and when especially when like the uh when he puts those two halves together mm-hmm. of those those uh when he gets two the, 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 two, the little yeah scarab thing yeah so yeah. I, I looked at that and I looked at the the original uh Blu-ray mm-hmm. and uh the colors are completely different one is like completely saturated so yeah. like it's too red other one you could see it's like it's nuanced it looks it looks even so like everyone says like sometimes like uh is is the upgrade to 4K worth it most of the times it are it is but if the transfer is not done correctly, yeah, it's a real it's it's like shit just, show. Yeah, just stick with your original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's a that's a valid. Point. And that happens. Sometimes. That's a really you're good like, point. Like you know what? Don't even bother getting. It. If you have the Blu-ray, Blu-ray is fine. Well, it's like the Matrix too, right? When you look at certain transfers of the Matrix from DVD to uh, to 4K. I got the Matrix 4K. Yeah, it's greener, isn't it, or is it bluer? It's it's, it's greener. It's greener, but yeah. I like I I it, but it looks fantastic. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I actually like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a lot of people do because I because th- it, it actually feels it makes you, makes you feel like you're you're in another world. A little bit more of a uh, it's like reading a graphic novel. Yeah, like you're looking at an Apple two E screen. Yeah, instead of being <laughs> instead exactly. of watching a movie. Yeah, right? so that, that's why I like I, I like the the way they did the Matrix because yeah. um, it feels like you saw in the theater like it feels like you're in another world because mm-hmm. everything is has that green tone in it because Matrix is just known for green green. Yeah, it's a very yeah. like bluish green look. Yeah, to it. and the, and the picture quality, the sound quality, especially the, the shootouts and stuff like that. Oh, it's yeah. just reference quality. That's wild. Unbelievable. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, but I mean that's that can be an issue, right? I mean, you've got an an artist or a team that's designed something to look a certain way. Yeah. And all of a sudden you've got another team that comes in to, to master it. Yeah. And if they're not like if you haven't got Ridley Scott working on Blade Runner, yeah. And somebody else is like, I think it should look like this. Yeah. And Ridley Scott says, Well, it shouldn't fucking look like that. So what did you do? Yeah. Like what the hell did you do to my movie, right? Oh yeah. Like that's a that, that's the that was the beautiful thing about it. I was gonna show you uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Like I like it when the director has like their hands in their it. Their hands in it. Mm-hmm. Like Apocalypse Now was, I think besides 2001, the best uh, transfer I've ever seen. Yeah, you really, you enjoyed that. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, that's, that's a great movie. To, like, it's a long movie, but it's like, uh, um, it has scenes with some, it has some scenes I can't watch, mm-hmm. but like, uh, it's. Uh, what it, can't you watch? Anything with the animals. Oh yeah, those yeah. Are, that's pretty rough. 
but uh um but like the, the thing with disney is that um it's just a, it's a machine so you can't really have like the person who directly directed it yeah because that person works for disney disney's gonna has the final decision what they're gonna do on their on yeah their they're releases. gonna that, that's the that's a nice thing about being disney yeah is you can kind of walk being in disney, there yeah, yeah being disney the high ups yeah yeah when you want to release something you release what you want to release yeah. so this is how it's gonna look yeah so exactly if i was the artist if i was like let's say you worked on uh let's say you worked on uh you did all the the coloring for you and your team did all the coloring for uh, Aladdin mm-hmm. and you're like you looked at it at the 4k you're like oh you can't wait to see how, how what they do to my movie and they're like you looked at it and you're like that's not how I painted them that's not how I did the coloring you know knowing what I do know about that the way they do their business mm-hmm. there is a there is a certain kind of disconnect you have to have if you are the artist behind it right because if they decide we don't like the way it looks we want it to look like this instead yeah because you don't own it you don't own it yeah everything you do there is kind of the, the vision of a, a you know, kind of a conglomerate, like a bunch of people get together yeah. and make this thing. It's committee, right? Mm-hmm. So if they decide, well, we wanted to, we wanted it to look like this instead, mm-hmm. and your colors don't look like what you put on the paper, yeah, or what you put on the cell, yeah. And at that time too, I think with Aladdin, I think a lot of that was like digitally enhanced anyway for mm-hmm. when they when they made the movie, yeah. But if you're going back further than that, like the '60s or like Brer Rabbit, <laughs> if you want to yeah. get hardcore about like a crap team that just had to go by hand and put some. Highly racist shit. Oh, yeah. It's fun like, to watch stuff out. Yeah. The, those guys would be like, well, that's not what it looked like when I had it. Well, again, it is Disney. Yeah, you know what I know about Yeah, we paid guys. you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we kind of paid you. You did the work. Hit the road. We'll yeah. pop that color if we want to. Yeah. So, like, we'll I, raise the yeah, so like, we want to. Yeah, so I guess the people who are actually, like, really look into it and, mm-hmm. like, actually, like, want to see, like, you know, like, a real good, clear, uh, proper, like, restoration of it, they're probably like, ah, uh, you know what, um doesn't look as good as the uh as yeah. the original probably sounds better all that stuff yep, but for sure and it's probably clear but it doesn't look like it doesn't look like what you remember it when you're a kid yeah you're like it's a, it, that so i think when you especially like what you just said that can kind of suck you out of the movie it re- really does yeah totally does because there's a certain idea you've got from what you remember when you watched it yeah and if it doesn't gonna, look like that yeah that really it plays the it plays your like your emotional connection it to the does. film, right especially if you're like a like a like a like Film, uh, like a film junkie mm-hmm. like when you're uh, when you watch and then when you see that for the first time you're like okay the whole movie's gonna be like this oh yeah yeah oh man I uh I was watching for the long I I got my hands on not not years ago but some time ago got my hands on a, a letterboxed version of um of Enter the Dragon mm-hmm. on VHS and I'm it's right up there actually so I was watching that that's the I think that's the DVD but I got a letterbox there I think mm-hmm. but uh I was watching that and there's so much more in the frame mm-hmm. especially during his fight in the bunker that you don't get to see like this, yeah, that was shot in thirty-five millimeter, right? Oh yeah, it's it's super wide. Oh yeah, so, so the, yeah, there's so much data there to work with. So much going on, yeah. and when you're watching it as a kid in a letterbox or in a four by three, there's tons happening. Like when he's smacking guys with a stick, the the long staff that he's got, mm-hmm. he's smashing Jackie Chan and Sammo Hung and all this crap is going on. Mm-hmm. All the stuntmen, he's got the nunchucks out. All you see is Bruce Lee standing there with nunchucks mm-hmm. swinging around. You hear the sound effects. Yeah, that's all you hear. Mm-hmm. But when people get hit and he's doing the watas, you don't see any of that no. shit. But then you watch it on the letterbox on the widescreen, mm-hmm. and you see every hit. Mm-hmm. You see it all, and you just you have like this weird disconnect. You're like, that's not, I don't, I didn't see any of this shit. Yeah. And then when you go back and watch your old copy that was in your crappy little four by three, and you see that you can never watch it again. Mm-hmm. It almost it's weird. It's a weird feeling, man. As a as a lover of that movie, you're like, I don't know which one I like more. Yeah. Well, clearly the letterbox. Mm-hmm. But I mean, your nostalgia factor is connected to this weird, tight space that you had to watch yeah. the original with, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you're right because like I think with uh, um, the way the movie the way a movie is presented, mm-hmm. especially with either letterbox widescreen, yep. if they have the black bars, um, any version can either 
make or break a movie. Oh, for sure. Or 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 a release, I should say. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, uh, well, that's why the old Star Wars pan and scan was so like so amazing. Yeah, exactly. Because like they they really went out of their way to make, to make you see everything on that mm-hmm. letter, on that four by three. Yeah, because they want yeah they want to show off their work. They want to show their work yeah. off. So as you're there's those weird things that happen, right? Like I think it's in the cantina when Han is walking, mm-hmm. and on the letterbox he would just be just walking across the screen mm-hmm. on the sixteen by nine or whatever it was. Well, two by three. But when you're watching in the four by three, that that camera moves across the screen to make you see him walk across the screen. Yeah. And there's that weird effect that happens. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch it in its original way, it's meant to be seen. You don't get that effect. No. You, you kind of miss it. Oh yeah, because you, yeah, because you're you're seeing the widescreen, and then you're seeing the like the like a, a like a wide shot. Yeah. And then, yeah. It kind of like it's, it just kind of like the pan and scan effect is gone. It's gone. And it was a kind of a cool that's, effect. Yeah. That's because that that's a diff- that's a completely different shot. Oh yeah. And the, and it's a different purpose of the shot, so that that's that's meant to sell something. Mm-hmm. Whether or it's a wide shot, that's still, it's uh, so you could it, 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 you could see more, but the yeah. the fall the the, the pants, yeah, the shot is completely different. It's completely different, yeah. and the, just the way it feels changes because yeah. there's there is a way that it feels. I mean, it's literally a camera moving across a projection, yeah, and glo- well, in layman's terms, moving across an image mm-hmm. and showing you him walk across a room, exactly. Whereas if that was just a four by three, you'd see him walk across the frame. Yeah. From nowhere to nowhere. Yeah. You're like, where, where the hell is he going? Well, yeah, where is he going? Yeah. I actually thought about, like, uh, um, yesterday, like, how uh, we were talking about, a while ago we were talking about, like, uh, Fast and the Furious, like, you know, movies that, like, you know, just turn your I brain off. I always forgive those movies. Yeah. But I think there's, yeah, there's uh, there's movies that you watch for entertainment and movies you watch because they're, um, you're like, you, that, that that suck you into them, right? So, yeah. like, so, yeah. Uh, not to say that you can't you can't be entertained by a movie that's just like that's just you can enjoy them both. You can enjoy you can be them entertained both. by them both. Yeah, but one is definitely like an artistic vision. Yeah, and one is just for popcorn. Exactly. Turn yeah. off your brain and have fun. That's exactly it. So I think I have to. I'm I've tipped the scales in one, and I think I have to balance it out. Oh, you have to watch more schlock. I I did. Oh, you did. Oh. you're watching more junk food. I watch. You know how much junk food I watched in the past three days? Well, I mean, you are locked in in your house. Yeah, like, like I I just went I started watching like just i wouldn't even say they're garbage movies but like just saying like they're um they're movies that you would not watch like all the time yeah, yeah. uh what did i watch I give think me I told, something good i i watched uh machete well uh, machete is is <laughs> phenomenal machete is incredibly awful awesome yeah i watched weekend at bernie's i watched uh hey man weekend at bernie's is a, unreal is a, is a i love that movie masterpiece yeah masterpiece the fact that they were able to get that guy in all those situations and nobody knew he was dead yeah Oh yeah, masterpiece, masterpiece. Uh, yeah, I just started going on a, on like a Roadhouse uh, masterpiece. Um, I started watching, and then uh, I was like, hey, "What?" Are the, then I, but now I think I have to watch, start getting into like uh, like 2010 movies, and which ones are like actually like really like really. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I might do a deep dive. You might not hear from me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I will back you up on that. There, yeah. Honest to God, there are there are so many junk food movies out there that I forgive mm-hmm. because that's all they are. They're just junk food movies. Yeah. Getting mad at them is like I remember I heard a comedian one time talk about getting mad at that is like getting mad at toast. Yeah, like, you told me that. Yeah, like why are you mad at toast? Yeah, that's a you problem, not a toast problem. Now, toast you know what, is what it is. You know what? You met. You, I remember you told me that the first the first couple of episodes we discussed that. Oh, I, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mentioned toast. Yeah, I mean, like, you, you can't get mad at Toast. Mm-hmm. So, like, can you get mad at Fast and Furious? It might not be your thing, but why get mad at it? It's just not your thing. Do you, you want to, uh, I'm not sure if you know this about me, but you know what? I can only eat sandwiches that are that are with toasted bread. What? Oh, what? 
Yeah. You can only eat sandwiches if the bread has been toasted. Like regular bread, like, you know, sliced bread? Really? It has to be, unless it's like sourdough, but it has to be toasted. I'm going to guess it's because when you bite into it, the bread sticks at the top of your mouth. No. No. Oh, that's that's usually I, I, what it is. Yeah, I just like the, because I, I, it has to, and I don't, when I, when I eat bread, I don't eat like white bread or brown bread. Yeah, I yeah. eat like, it has to be multigrain. Well, you have to have that artisan shit because that's just who you are. Well, it's like, it's, number one, it's healthy. And it, when you toast it, it tastes so, because it's chewy. It does. There is a yeah. different, like if you eat white bread, like Dempster's straight up, Wonder Bread, white, whatever it is, that's some boring bread. That's, that's, that, you know what that's good for? It's good for one thing and one thing only. Feeding to birds. No. As you know, yeah, feeding to birds, obviously, right? <laughs> it has, okay, I'll say that it has three, it has three uses. All right. Everyone listen to me, okay? It we're has, talking about Wonder Bread White. Okay, Wonder Bread, like just like the smush bread, okay? The Wonder Bread White, okay? It Nothing has, against the fine company that is Wonder Bread. Yeah. Wonder Bread was like a term you called like white people's a racist name. Hey, Wonder Bread. Hey, Wonder Bread. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, so, yeah, feed birds, uh, make stuffing out of for turkey. Truth. Yeah. That is the truth. Yeah. And number three, make French toast. Uh, also true. Yeah. But that uh, the Dempster is extra thick Texas white. Oh yeah, that's that's th- French toast. That's bread. French toast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, or you can go, <laughs> or if you want to go like completely over top, use huh. the thick use thick slices of brioche. A thick slice of brioche. Yeah. Uh, sourdough, even, not so much. No, because then it has like uh, unless you want to make a different type of sour uh, French toast with that with no syrup. Yeah. Make it not sweet, but like uh, but uh, sourdough bread is like it's chewy enough. You don't have to do anything. You to don't it. need to do anything to it. You just you just kind of. Ripping out of this little just socket. Make a, just make a ham and cheese out of ham it. And che- uh, ham and cheese is good. Yeah. I, I'm i a big fan of just sourdough and butter, man. Just oh, grab yeah, a you... big chunk of warm sourdough and slather that up some some real old-fashioned butter. Like like good good butter butter, not bessel or, or bessel, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Not margarine. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not butter-type spread. Yeah. Not I can't believe this happens to be butter. Yeah. Real butter. See, if, if, I'm, going that, if I'm going that route, I have to get just traditional garlic bread. Yeah, traditional garlic bread is. I should no, I shouldn't say that because like once you microwave it and like once you heat it or if you toast it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after you have to toast it because if you microwave it, you're gonna have uh, in about. If you leave it for two minutes, mm-hmm. it's like it's pretty much inedible. You mean it'll, white bread? Yeah, because it'll just get hard. Is yeah, there, it gets that kind of like a like sour, sourdough will just get hard if you microwave it. Yeah, you gotta do it with like a little piece of wet paper towel on top yeah. or something like that. Number one, if you're gonna make if you're gonna get sandwich bread, like. If you're not going to go like Myra, go to multigrain, go to the Italian store and get Italian bread. That Italian sh- bread is pretty that great, too. That shit is like crack. I'm going to tell you something that I started doing that uh, this is a guilty pleasure. I don't do this all the time because if I have one, I, I just feel like such a glutton. But uh, man, is it good. So you get yourself some of that uh, ready-cut garlic bread. Mm-hmm. You got to go get yourself some of the uh, the crap cheese, like the the friggin', not the Velveeta, the craft. You know, like it turns into plastic, you leave it in the sun kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. You get some of that. And then you, you get yourself a little bit of bacon, mm-hmm. and then you kind of fry your bacon, yeah. but you don't really fry it. It's still got to be a little bit chewy. Mm-hmm. And you take out and like four or five of those pieces of bacon. Yeah. Then you get some tomatoes. Get them tomatoes. Red, red tomatoes. Not tomatoes. 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 And uh, you got to cut your onions like you're trying to make rice. Mm-hmm. You cut it like you got to risotto your onions. Yeah. Fine dice. Fine dice. You just take some onions, some tomatoes. Some of that shit cheese. Some taters on the side. No, no taters <laughs> on the side. And some of that bacon. You put those two together in your uh, your garlic bread there. You put that in a panini for a few minutes. Mm. Oh god, that's some that's some fat guy food right there. Yeah, I can see that. I can see the delight uh, in your eyes. Yeah, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is the kind of thing you eat, and you're like, I I just I'm gonna go work out for the next 16 days mm-hmm. to burn that one sandwich off. Yeah, but then you have two, and you're dead. But I mean, they're they're oh, god, those are so. 
It's a guilty pleasure. Oh yeah, like actually, you know what? I, I would like one time. No, I think I did this five times. Yeah, I've done this five times. <laughs> oh god. Um, I just do. Um, uh, I just go on. I I do have it in books, but I also like go online to get the recipe. But like, I just type in like traditional like what you, like Italian street sandwiches. Mm. Get the recipes online, and I just write down what like what's in them, and then I go to the Italian store. I'll make a day. I'll, I'll make like an afternoon out of it. I'll go there, grab it. Oh god. And then come home and get get the, the right meats, the right cheese, and the right bread. And just uh, I'm like one well, of those big fat sandwiches. Yeah, like, like it's the the bread is fat. It's the like stuffings are it's fat. Like, it's like eating a it's like eating a Big Mac, kind of like oh, that. Oh, it's bigger than a Big Mac. Oh no, like the ones I make. Like yeah, the, yeah. yeah. You but you can make them as big as you want. Yeah, depending on the bread you want to get. Oh, I thought you were really doing those like big ones. Those ones that you get there, the kind the kind that you would. Oh yeah, I, I I can make those too. Yeah, the kind you would see like in a in a lunchbox. One of those guys who builds a tower in New York in the twenties. Yeah, like, like I, one of those sandwiches. Yeah, like I, I make if I make a big one like that, I will cut it in half, yeah. eat one, and then like you know. Uh, I'll just eat the other two, or like I'll eat or, them both, or I'll eat, I'll make a massive one and then I'll watch a movie and I'll be like, okay, you know what? I eat the first half, but and never ever cut your sandwiches at di- diagonally, cut them in half. Yeah, I, I never, uh, never. You you never cut them. Okay, so if you're making a square like uh, like square regular sandwich, mm-hmm. your toasted bread, your toast, yeah, toast sandwich, you'll never cut them straight in half. You have to have a diagonal. No, no, never diagonally. Just why, why never diagonally? That's the rule. No, that's just that's just the rule. <laughs> they said it online. <laughs> <laughs> so, Here's here's why I cut them diagonally. No, you know the, the reason why I, I say that is just no. because like it's just uh, it's habit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it was uh, I I never did. Then I re- I found a recipe for st- for a steak sandwich mm-hmm. online. Uh, it was Gordon Ramsay. And he said, and he, I remember he said he goes never cut your your sandwiches at an angle. I was like, oh okay, I guess I wasn't. So right. I guess so I guess I'll do the way Gordon Ramsay said because you know that's not crazy. Yeah, I know. Number he, one, when cut he them said, however he said, you want to cut them. Yeah, like unless you like. But I remember like when you were a kid. Remember like mm-hmm. those the grilled cheese sandwiches and they're yeah, always yeah. cut diagonally. Oh yeah. Those are awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. Because that corner point is where you bite it. Where you start. That's where you start. Yeah. And then you do the other corner. Mm-hmm. And then that middle part, that gold nugget of melty yeah. cheese goodness, is the the awesome part. That's the middle of the sandwich. Yeah. I, I guess for thinner sandwiches, you, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good for grilled cheese. Absolutely right. But like for a thick, hearty sandwich, mm-hmm. uh, you got to cut it in half. I've always been obsessed with making sure all my stuff is right to the edge of the sandwich, too. Yeah, it has to be. Cause like, you know I don't pizza my sandwiches where the edges are kind of like empty. No, because every bite has to be like a delight. Every bite. Everybody's got to be a delight. And the cheese has got to get to the edge because that's just going to hold the rest of it together. So like, when you get to the corner, it doesn't just kind of like fall apart. No. You have the, to. the worst I hate is that like that that dying, like uh, you know what are those clips called? Those like uh, those butterfly clips? Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. When you get to the edge of your sandwich mm-hmm. and it just falls apart, yeah. it's got to be that cheese is butterfly clipping your sandwich together. Yeah, because you don't want, I, I hate it when you make a set, when you're eating something and half of it falls out. Oh. That's, that's, that's Bush League. That's Bush League. <laughs> that's Bush League, my yeah. friend. Uh, very true. Hey, going back to Star Wars for a second. I am, a, I am not a gigantic fan of the way Star Wars is going, obviously. That's why I've kind of walked away. Mm-hmm. I totally understand it's not my thing anymore. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. However, uh, I have not watched Mandalorian. I hear it's really good. I, I hear great things about it. I, it's got that Rogue One-ish kind of feel. Rogue One is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solo wasn't horrible, but you know, whatever. But uh, Tamora Morrison's coming back as Boba Fett yeah. in The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. How fucking great is that? I mean, he was like arguably for me one of the best parts of the, the prequel trilogy. I, I heard like, I, I, uh, I heard that, uh, and I'm, I have to like watch it for myself. I heard it start, Mandalorian started out good and then turned out like Totally average. I've heard that. I've also heard that it starts but out but there's, but, there's, but there's rumors that it, it was unreal. So Yeah, I, I've heard everything about it. Yeah. I've heard people say like it starts out kind of slow, but ends really well. Mm-hmm. Starts out incredible, ends really crap. Yeah. It's awesome all the way across. It's shit all the way across. Just watch it yourself. I think just watch it yourself. Yeah. 
I just I could not be happier. The guy who played Django Fett's gonna play Boba Fett. Yeah, because um that guy can do no wrong for me. No, he's he's always good in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. If it's a shitty movie, he's usually one of the best parts in it. It's like who's the other Mal reactor? At uh, is it Cliff Cliff Curtis? Uh, I don't know. I'm not uh, too sure. I, I think that's who it is. He's he's like in everything. He plays uh like Indian Middle Eastern. He plays friggin' Maoris. He plays Mexicans. He's in Training Day in the card table. He plays everybody. Yeah, he's okay. Who? I, I think it's Cliff, uh, yeah, Cliff Curtis. He, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was in uh, Three Kings. Yep. Uh, he's in a bunch of stuff. He was in. Um, yeah, he, he looks like he's. He looks like he's. He's. He looks like one of my uncles. Yeah, he plays every ethnicity. Yeah. If you need a, if you need a brownish looking guy mm-hmm. in some ethnic part, he could be Portuguese. Yeah. He could be Spanish. He could be Pablo Escobar. He could be Greek. Yeah. He could be Escobar. He no, could be he anything. was Escobar. He was uh, he was Escobar, he Escobar in a in a blow. Oh, you know what? I've never seen Blow. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen Blow? I haven't seen oh, Blow. Oh, man. You have to see Blow. I gotta get my hands on that movie. I gotta get your hands on that movie. Is, I have it. Isn't Pee Wee Herman in that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, I unreal. He's unreal in that movie. You know, uh, Pee Wee Herman, going back to Star Wars, was the voice of the uh, the pilot in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I think it was possible not to know that. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. <laughs> just kidding. All right, then. <laughs> I, uh, I guess I'm, I'm late to the party. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't know that either. This podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I didn't know that either. I just said that. <laughs> also, I guess, sure. Sorry, man. I just uh, full face lie on the podcast. A straight up lie. A straight up flat out lie. Um, earlier on, we were talking about lying, weren't we? The idea of lying. Mm-hmm. The the concept of uh, of why do why do people just say something that's completely untrue? Oh yeah, and what purpose does it? serve? What purpose does it serve? Mm-hmm. Like what what is the purpose for somebody to just depending tell you and, something? And depending upon who you tell it to, and who you tell it to. Yeah, I I get the idea because I used to I used to just like say things that are untrue to fuck around. Yeah, or to like it's the easier way to like just to get out of a situation. To get out of a situation. Yeah, because we had we were talking about a friend who won't be named, mm-hmm. but it's a friend of the show. <laughs> Who who just did not want to be doing something anymore? Yeah. So just straight up lied to you to get out of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it, it was yeah. I should say it was, it was a it was a mistruth. It was a mistruth. It wasn't a lie. Yeah. It was just rather than rather than just come clean and say I got something else to do. Yeah. Which would have been easier. Oh yeah. I I gotta go get groceries mm-hmm. instead of just saying I just gotta go get groceries. Yeah. This person told you they were tired while while on a bike ride. <laughs> Okay, that, that just gave it away. I just gave it away, which to me is funny. I just think I just I I, I just think it's funny that you just. Oh, no, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. There was no you. there. To be honest with yeah. you, we wouldn't have this to talk about. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just whatever. Yeah. I can understand why they would do that because mm-hmm. it's the the idea is to spare you mm-hmm. this like this whole story of like yeah, hey, you'll do this because then maybe you're gonna say something else in terms of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But to me, there are times when I've been around people legitimately who I kind of know or maybe don't know enough mm-hmm. who have told me some uh, like outlandish shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got I had a lie told to me by a guy who was just slightly older than I was. So at the time, they would have probably been maybe like 27. Mm-hmm. And I was maybe 24, 23. And, uh, you know what? Maybe less than that. They might have been about 23 or 24 and I would have been about 21 or 22. Yeah. I was working a security job in like the late 90s. And this guy straight up told me that he captained or piloted a plane through Mount St. Helens. I mean, straight up told me this. This is a, this is a guy who's a little older than I am, who's trying to explain to me how he was a pilot, like a fighter pilot. I've seen I've seen all the I've actually documented that. Like I've actually like watched that uh, the documentaries on that. Mm-hmm. 
I should be able to recognize his face then. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it was a complete lie. I and mean, oh, this yeah. guy had already told me so many big fish stories if in my head. If all the lies to tell you, why would he tell you that lie? Right? Like, it's such That's... an obvious lie. Like, it's a, it's a, this is clearly somebody's not right in the head. Yeah. He can't be right in the head. No. Because it wasn't even like he was trying to do it in a way it was like, yeah, I'll tell you what happened to me one time. Yeah, man, was, there was lightning in the, in the skies. But he was telling me about how he lost time, and he was trying to tell me a UFO shit, and it was Bermuda Triangle, like, all this weird crap. And it's clearly... Not true. I mean, it's not even in the in the realm of pl- like possibility. Mm-hmm. Not that it's like it's plausible. No, completely not. He would have been like four, yeah, four or five years old at the time when that happened, right? So to me, for him to say that, it's, I don't understand it. Like I don't understand where somebody can. It, it, the only thing I can think of is that person is not right in the head. Oh yeah, that's that's just uh um uh, that's one of those things where you go up to him like, who are you trying to fool? Yeah, who are you trying to fool? Are you man? okay? But if you have genuine concern for the person, then you yeah. ask them, like, you know, like, are you, you weren't even alive yeah. back then. So why are you telling this lie? And then when you confront them, they'll be like, oh, I got to go by. But he'd make something else up. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of person who'd make something else up. Yeah. Or just give him the chance. Like, I'll give you the chance to make up something else. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you do something Try else. Try something else. More age appropriate. Same dude told me about how him and his dad uh, rebuilt, like, an Indian panhead that was found completed in a crate. Uh-huh. They ordered a fridge. They ordered a fridge, and this full friggin' motorcycle showed up in parts. Yeah. So they put the whole thing together, and the next thing you know, it was this gigantic bike. Like, he told me some crazy shit, man. Like, crazy stuff. Mm. So, for me, like, I can get that. But then there are people out there who tell you, like, rando lies mm-hmm. that just don't make any sense. Everybody kind of knows. You, you know it's bullshit. Oh, but yeah. You, but you listen to it anyway. Oh, yeah. Like, what's going on here? Oh, but to be honest with you, like, I'll, I'll be completely, like, forthcoming. Is that we? I think well, we, I'd hope so because we're talking about lying. Yeah. Like, we, we, I think we all do that to some, some, in some form to or fashion. To some degree. Every, I think everyone does that. Everybody. Everybody does that. Yeah. So, and, that was. Like I'm not innocent. Like, I got. Like, I'm not. Like I've. You know, we've all done it. My whole life is a lie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My whole life's a lie. <laughs> You're not even where you think you are. This room doesn't exist. <laughs> it's, it's it's only a lie if you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lie. It's not a lie if you believe. If it. If you believe it. Yeah. The Costanza. Yeah. King of the liars. King of the liars, man. And I now honestly like uh, just a uh, shout out to Stel- Jerry Stiller. Yeah, 92, huh? Yeah. Bummer. Legend. Frank Costanza. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, what two days ago, three days ago? Oh, yeah, it was like yeah, a couple of days ago. And little Richard as well. Yeah, little Richard as well. Wapabaloobap. Yep. Man, there was uh, there was a bunch of big ones that happened. Kenny Rogers. Kenny while Rogers. While we've been gone. Yeah. Um, Irfan Khan. Shit, there was a whole lot, like uh, a lot of like pretty big Hollywood names just kind of went, and not not all, like none of them were coronavirus virus related. No, there's a uh, he was uh just Father Time. Yeah, just uh, well, well, Jerry Stiller was ninety two, I think ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just um fantastic comedian just a unbelievably talented i i would i would go and as his far. wife and his wife too like that team yeah, like, I mean, unbelievable. imagine growing up in that household that'd be unreal well i mean that's one of those things where <laughs> as a kid i feel like we missed out on like a lot of things that we could have watched Easily. on tv oh, yeah. in our own age group like i'm on reruns but yeah. like the the stiller mirror show yeah like all the sid caesar stuff that i had to watch i thought was new when i was a little kid but it wasn't new it wasn't new at all man yeah. like we we didn't get to ride that wave when it was happening mm-hmm. so there's a lot of i mean but we were limited to what, what we, we could were limited, too. Right? Yeah, because like yeah. you know, what was how, how do we access that material? Exactly. So, yeah. So but like, the video store. Oh yeah. Hey, go to the video but store. Like, you're like, hey, what? Okay, do, do I want to watch this or do I want to watch like uh, uh, I don't know, like watch Short Circuit or something like that? <laughs> like we were growing up. So, but again, that yeah. that also brought a certain uh, an, uh, era of comedy to us. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it, 80s comedy is pretty great. It's the best. Let me tell you something. I uh, I got onto that CTV app. I got rid of Crave, right? Mm-hmm. Altogether. And I, I put the CTV app because there were a couple shows that I was I don't want to watch, but they, you, you, you don't get to watch them live so you don't watch live TV anymore. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I got the antenna. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of old TV shows, man, are on that app. 
Really? Yeah, I was watching T.J. Hooker the other day. <laughs> Straight up William Shatter in high definition, T.J. Hooker. And he made some acting choices that make his acting choices in Star Trek look like professional. Oh, yeah. like that. I like when he tumbles and then he starts running. and like uh, That's incredible. Something explodes behind him. I'm like, this guy's... This guy still got it. There's a moment when he t- he makes a he makes a weird ass point to like not even the people he's talking to. Like he goes 45 degrees off the people he's talking to. Yeah. But you can tell the camera. I don't know if he demanded the camera be there, and he just he's gonna do like a Shatner point. Mm-hmm. It is. He I can't wait to watch the entire series. Mm-hmm. The first episode was like an hour and a half movie, but it is Shatner at full Shatner. Yeah, I think the only 80s series that I like besides like the staples like. Three's Company and stuff like that. Like the only one I could watch, like, I could watch like the entire series. Uh, well, one of them anyway is uh, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer is pretty great. Unbelievable, such a good TV series. We're kind of drawn to those shows too, right? I mean, like uh, I know you are. Yeah, I for sure am. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I would much rather watch Sledgehammer and Moonlighting before I watch like uh, I don't know, like fucking big bang theory oh fuck, like, they're yeah. just they're so they're so basic and yeah and they're so and they're so genuine yeah they're they're genuine yeah there's nothing behind it it's just like a simple show where it's like big bang theory is like you know there's no there's no audience just a laugh track it's a like that's why i didn't like the uh, the other one there the one before big bang theory that everybody's crazy how i met your mother how i met your oh that show's fucking it's awful. just a lot of bland lazy writing. basic lazy writing yeah it's all it is yeah it's it's they're just they're just telling jokes yeah whereas they're like when you watch uh like sledgehammer mm-hmm. he's crafting a fucked up scenario oh, yeah. that you are kind of forced to believe because you know the show is messed up. Oh, yeah. Like, I, even on the DVD, because I have, like, the, the series on DVD, and mm-hmm. they even said, like, the guy who created this show, uh, Mark Spence, Spencer, I think? Yeah, that's his name. He said, like, even for the DVD release, they, they removed the laugh tracks. They said, they said laugh tracks are offensive. It's yeah, a, yeah, for a show like that. You're telling the audience when to laugh? Yeah. I like, don't you don't like need that. that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I so, mean, oh, Sledgehammer's just fucking it's, it's a pretty great show. Yeah. I think that's why I like that. Uh, I like Community so much. Is it's a it's like it's self aware parody of itself, mm-hmm. and it forces you to just like kind of like be on with them. Yeah, Sledgehammer's the same thing. Oh yeah, it's very self aware. It's it's very much a parody of those shows mm-hmm. and of itself at the same time. Yeah, and you're just kind of forced to be on board. Yeah, Moonlighting kind of the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Those fourth wall breaking weird shit they would always do. Like I love that stuff. Yep. I can't. Uh, I can't watch new TV. New TV is crap. <laughs> Plex has gotten better though. I, I don't mind that, but <laughs> fucking new TV is total bullshit. Uh, did you watch fights? We we already talked about the fights. The the Ferguson fight. Yeah, the Ferguson fight. I did watch it. Yeah. 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 That well, was saw, pretty brutal. Did we talk? We didn't talk about it here. We didn't we talk about it though. Yeah. Yeah. We just uh, that was, was pretty brutal. Uh, what's your analysis on that? Uh, I think maybe he needs to take a little bit of time and and uh, change his game up a little bit because that was gross. Do you think uh, he's done? Well, they're saying that was well, coach, right? Was actually, it his I, coach I, or no? Okay, uh, somebody talked Khabib's about manager how maybe said he's like gonna... Khabib's manager said he should retire. He said he goes he goes I don't he goes I think he should, but if, if he was my boy, he's like mm-hmm. I would tell him to retire. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And he's like he goes he's tough as he's, they told me he's like he's the toughest one of the toughest guys avail- like, around. But like uh, when you take a beating like that, it's hard to come back from that because you're like you know it's not just about your physically what it does to you mentally. He took and, a lot uh, of hits to the head. But that's like you know I'm I'm like I know. Like maybe one percent of the fighting game that you do than you do, right? But like, I think it's uh, uh, with Justin Gaethje. Like, I know he has like really bad. Like his leg kicks mm-hmm. are insane. They're sick. So I'm wondering, are those gonna work on Khabib? Khabib is so strong. The thing about Khabib is that <laughs> he's, he's not so just strong, strong. He's tough as fucking nails. He's tough as nails, and he's just so strong. Yeah. There are there are certain guys you look at, not to take away from guys like Tony or uh, to, to, like you know Max or Justin Gaethje, any of these guys like, yeah. who have this like weird kind of 
other level toughness. Mm-hmm. They have that other level toughness. They, they're really strong guys for their size. Mm-hmm. But there's just some sort of weird... Like, when you watch Khabib fight, and he just takes guys down at will, mm-hmm. and he's on them, and they yeah. can't let go. Like Poye, right? Yeah. Like, I, I can't get this guy off me. Yeah, like, I, I can't get him off me. Can you imagine... Can you imagine, like, your coach and a guy's telling you that? And, like, you'd be like, okay, you know what? Fuck, then. <laughs> like, how do you coach that? Yeah, I can't like, get him uh, off me. You, well, you, get him off you. Yeah, how? The, yeah, I don't know. Just explode. <laughs> like a GSP thing, right? Yeah. I pull my groin. Fucking hit him with your groin. Hit him with your groin. I don't care. Yeah. You're tougher than he is. It's like, you know he is. Yeah. And somebody's telling you that this guy's out there who is just, like, superhuman. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous how strong he is. Yeah. So I, th- I don't know. And tough. Yeah. Like, who knows, right? I and then if he immediately goes for a takedown. Because the thing is, too, is like how many times have you been kicked in the leg? So, because like, yeah. I know, like, uh, I, I saw the um, the result after like he fought um, uh, Dustin Poirier uh, yeah, yeah. when Justin Gaethje did. Like mm-hmm. Poirier's legs are all bruised up. It was like big red splotches. Yeah, yeah. And so, but uh, I don't know. I, I just think Khabib is like he's. It's not just a matter of like what you see uh, on like in in the octagon, but mm-hmm. if you see behind the scenes, like you know, like they'll be like, yeah. He does leg kicks. Like okay, we're talking about it, <laughs> yeah, and we're not yeah. even in the fight game, right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine those guys, like Khabib's like trainer, his camp. They're all watching that. They're like, you know what? We know he does this. Yeah. Uh, can you like, let's try this? How do we defend this? Can you? How much can you take? Yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. Right. And then so like we we're just gauging from like what we what we see with Justin Gage you can do mm-hmm. and how that how do you think that will affect Khabib? Right. Yeah. yeah. The coaches in Khabib they know ten times more than we do, so like. What like they're either prepared or either they're prepared, cautious, but I bet you anything, not afraid. I don't think they are, man. Yeah. I don't think those guys know how to be afraid. Yeah, coming from someone who who barely knows anything about MMA. Yeah, but like, yeah. But the, I but I have a vested interest. No, I mean, and it's it is an educated eye. Like yeah. you do watch enough that you know you kind of have an idea of how somebody might react. Or yeah, you you can kind of make an educated guess. Yeah, like over, I, I, over what a coach might. Oh say. yeah, like I have a very like. Uh, general like just like uh like my favorite I, I, i'm just like one of those guys that's okay could be my favorite fighter yeah um not because of, uh, i love the way he fights but also i, I like him as, i think he's a he look from what i can see he's a great person he's a good example for yeah. like what you should how you should conduct yourself in the sport he yeah. may i mean he's made some mistakes as well with the way he might say certain things or whatever oh yeah but um overall i think that's he's the a fight game that's a fight game overall yeah. i think he's a great example of what like a like a martial artist should be like right I mean, yeah he's a and and he's more honest about what he can do to people yep. than what other people than other people are. <laughs> but he's just he's just so strong. He's a yeah, because like his um his ability is what sells his fights. Not, yeah, not his mouth. Yeah, that's what it is. And, not his, and like his persona is too, because people just respect him. Well, it's like GSP, right? Yeah, like so he, same thing. Exactly. Like you've got a guy out that's there exactly who can yeah. who can just change up his game, and then like say what you will. Like they they used to criticize him for the the grind game, mm-hmm. but like if you can't if you can't get out. You're gonna get hurt. Yeah. If you don't want to complain about it, get out. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you want to complain about his grind game, yeah, then get out of the grind. Yeah, like, like he's gonna like he's gonna appeal to like a certain like uh, group of like uh, people and fans mm-hmm. are gonna gravitate towards that. Right? No, but I mean for the fighters as well, right? Oh I mean, yeah, like, for the fighters as well. Part yeah, of fighting yeah. is like, look, if if you don't like the fact that Khabib's gonna drop somebody to the ground and just like rain down. And just, Sma- and like just smash yeah, a back smash, of his head yeah. while he's holding on to him with one arm, and and the inevitability of the guys like oh, the panic goes in their eyes. They're like, yeah. "What the fuck? Did I just sign up for?" You know, like he's reaching <laughs> under a dude. I, I think it was. I think it might have been Connor grabbing his opposite wrist. No, that was Michael Johnson. Oh, Michael Johnson. Yeah, sucking him in with his own, basically cutting off his his airway. Yeah, his right with his arm. Own arm. He was, he was like this, and he pulled it this way. Yeah, and then uh, and then he started just and just started smashing him face. from the other side. Oh, that was yeah. That fight was brutal to watch. Like if you don't like that he's gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Then like it's either get out or tough titties. He's gonna do yeah. that. Like he's gonna. That's what he's gonna do. Oh yeah. That's part of like I. I'm one of those guys who does not like stand up. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't like that when when the ref is like, all right, stand him up. 
because it's too slow, the crowd's booing, whatever. No, it's your job to get out. Yeah. It's your job as a fighter to, to get up, mm-hmm. to get out. And if he can't, he's going to smash you. Oh, yeah. Because that's his job. Yeah. His job is to smash you. His job is to, like, he even said, like, he goes, Connor's legacy is money. Is my legacy is smash. <laughs> my legacy, <laughs> that's literally what my he legacy said. is smash. And those guys, man, those Dagestanis, they make them so tough. Like, I know. They make them so they're tough. All, they're all like, okay, you probably know this, mother. Actually, I was going to ask you this. Uh, do you know, uh, um, from the guys that w- that were trained uh, mm. by Khabib's dad, yeah, yeah. from and who were tra- um, part of like who were trained in Dagestan, the ones that are in the UFC right now, how are they ranked? Oh shit, I I don't know how they're ranked. I don't know. I, I can't. I don't I, yeah. I honestly I don't know how they're. I do know they're all they're all savages. They're all savages. Yeah. There's two, right? Two more. Two more. I think there's two more Dagestan. I don't know. I I know there's definitely- one for sure. And then again, like I haven't I haven't watched a lot of that division in some time, mm-hmm. so I can't make an educated. I, I don't even know what division they're in. Like I, I know they're, I they're, they're, they're all. I think they're all lightweight. Yeah. I think they're all lightweights. Maybe one middle. Oh, one welterweight. But I think they're all lightweights yeah. or or maybe even like bantams. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, it's not a question or of featherweights. Yeah. It's not the question of they're all like they're like robotic in their like yeah, in their man. fighting style. They're just. I I mean they're all kind of the same type of person. They're just like head down. Smash, grind yeah. away, grind away, get you on the ground, smash yep. you. Smash like they're you. ground and pound. Heavy wrestling is just that's their game, right? Yeah. Smash wrestling. Oh yeah, like I, like I've heard Khabib in the ring just say like, guys, I can do this for three more rounds. Yeah, hey, that's do, just I, it too, right? Like, and the, the person like knows that, so like there's yeah. a, there's an inevitability where they're like, he doesn't breathe hard. Oh man, yeah. And he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go, <laughs> let's keep going. Yeah, and I remember, but actually, uh, there was actually, um, I think Khabib's dad's out of the coma now. I think. Oh, really? He's out now. Oh wow. Yeah, that's all. That's good. Good news, man. Yeah, so that's good uh, to hear. yeah, and so but the good thing was that the, the um, even Connor like replied back and he said like you know gave him respect and he said uh, I'm sorry you know this sucks and well he's a salesman yeah I so. mean like everything you see about him yelling and freaking out and and more than oh, yeah, fuck you suits yeah, that, that that's what makes him his money it's it's a different level of chill right yeah. like everybody's playing the chill game everyone to, to a different level now chill chill zone it I love that guy <laughs> when he was fighting like he was great Incredible. now he just talks like. He's like, he's just like, he's on edge. He's like, he's like, (laughs) the trail breakdown is so good. It's so hilarious. I'm like, it's pretty funny. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I get it. Just tone it down. You just got to tone it down. Yeah. I mean, that's what he does. Turn 60 pages into 10, please. He's the, he is the guy. If you want your mixed martial arts version of Stephen A. Smith, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's, that's That's the dude you want. That's exactly what it is. Because he, not only does he know what he's talking about, Mm -hmm. but he's good at that. He's good at talking. Mm -hmm. He's good at talking shit. And he's able to back it up. Mm-hmm. He's good at going back and be like, you know, I'm just fucking around, right? Like, he's good at all that stuff. Yeah. Actually, even Stephen A. Smith got his revenge on Joe Rogan. I d- what happened? I didn't see this. Do you, okay, so you know when, uh, um, yeah, when Cowboy Cerrone fought, fought uh, Conor McGregor? 60-second knockout, whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is last week, right? When somebody's talking about himself? Yeah, so, like, yeah. so what happened was, like, um, during that fight, uh, Stephen A. Smith has, uh, said, like... Uh, he didn't oh, show up! He didn't show up! Yeah, he didn't yeah. show up! He didn't show up! And then, uh, what's his face? Uh, Cerrone. Uh... Uh, so Cerrone lost. He got his head kicked in, whatever, right? And so, but then uh, Stephen A. Smith said, "Yeah, look, he had the face of a man who didn't want to be there. He didn't want. To sh- he didn't show up and stuff like that." Well, I think I think he also did call him a coward or something. Like he was pretty hard. Like he was, he like he. he I think he said something like he chickened out or he didn't like he didn't yeah, want to be. He there. might have. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. He might have. Right. And uh, so and then uh, Joe Rogan was like took offense to that. And he's like, yeah. no, every MMA fighter shows up to like yeah. to a fight. He's like, no, he wasn't scared of anything. Stephen A. Smith doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, right? Yeah. And then. Like I think like maybe a week or two ago, uh, Cerrone came out and he said, "Yeah, I didn't even want to be that fight." Yeah, he talked about yeah, it afterwards. Then, like I, I didn't even want to be there. And then Stephen A. Smith just jumped right on top of that and he's like, "I told you guys, you guys think I'm." The- <laughs> well, there's a difference, right? I mean, the way so, he's trying to. I know it was. It was I just found that hilarious because like when yeah. when Stephen A. Smith like is like 
when he every time he poops, he has to make a point yeah. or like, you know, or in that situation was proven somewhat right if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. He just explodes. He's like, I keep telling you, and then he looks like he's gonna have a heart attack. Well, that's his job. Like his job is to be like a like a carnival barker. Yeah. Like he's gonna go up there and yell the the craziest, most sensational things. Yeah. To get you to look in there in his direction. Yeah. And then at the same time, what he's like, it's kind of like one of those things where like a broken clock's gonna be right twice a day. Twice a day. Yeah. Like he just said something that happened to be right. But I mean, it doesn't mean that a mixed martial artist is a coward. Like if you get in the Not ring, at all. if you, yeah, if you if you're gonna get in that octagon or even a boxer, whatever it is, like physical combat. With judges and refs and shit, mm-hmm. isn't like basketball. It's yeah. not like like hockey. It's not like any other sport out there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's there's things in my head that are close to martial arts or mixed martial arts that are as dangerous. Where you you better show up and your mind game better be right, your yeah. mental game better be right. And that's like racing. Mm-hmm. Like racing is one of the few things where I think to myself, well, yeah, like you you the the possibility of dying mm-hmm. because your head isn't in the game mm-hmm. is very real. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not there to defend yourself. And that guy gets the right hit, the right angle at the right time. You're dealing with a real bad injury, jaw injury, orbital, broken neck, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you don't tap because you got too much pride and he's got the right neck crank on you. You don't recognize it because you're not, you're not trained enough. You don't understand the, what's happening enough. You tap, man. You're, talk, you're, talking possible, about, you're, you're talking about F1, right? Well, I'm talking about mixed martial arts. Oh, no, but you're, uh, saying, in, you're saying racing. Like. Uh, yeah, open wheel. I mean, yeah, F1 yeah. as well, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the idea, if your mind isn't in the game... No, you have, to, yeah, you have to be locked in or you retire the car. Or retire the car, man. Yeah. Or you have a very real possibility of ending up dead. Mm-hmm. Like, there are no other sports that are like that. Mm-hmm. There's no other... Sp- like, you know, if you if your mind isn't in the game in golf, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't you don't par. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's it, right? Yeah. But it's not there yeah, for you'll, basketball. You only take home $100,000. Yeah. That's all you get. Yeah. You know, if you're not all there in basketball... He didn't want to be there. Yeah, there's another game. There's game. another game. Yeah. He, you can say that guy didn't want to be there. Yeah. He didn't want to be in I, that yeah, scenario. Yeah, I had off night or like, you know what? I just like, I wasn't feeling it today. Like yeah. I, was, my th- I was shooting like 10% from the field. Whatever exactly. it is. But yeah, you're right. I was point shaving. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, right? Yeah. But when you've got mixed martial arts and, and you walk into a ring, the, the potential is there. The possibility is there. You are there to get punched in the face or to punch somebody in the face and the possibility of getting punched in the face and it's going to go real bad for you yeah. is always there. Oh, it's always there, yeah. That's why there's weight classes. Yeah. That's why you don't see Brock Lesnar fight Max Holloway. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? If he's just like, I'm going to ground and pound this kid. Yeah. He's five foot six or five ten, whatever he is. If he gets him on the ground, you won't be able to see him. He'll just smother him. <laughs> exactly. 130 pounds. Yeah. So I'm just going to hold him down. I'm going to punch him in the face once. Yeah. With my canned ham hand yeah it's gonna ram it in his face that's why i missed the old mma when there was no weight classes <laughs> oh the, the old ho- ufc yeah the ho- hoist gracie days <laughs> yeah when it was all well what's his name from hawaii 5 that uh oh uh the, the sumo oh yeah uh fuck uh taylor willie yeah yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> the first fight when he had kicked in the mouth and his tooth went up <laughs> in the third stand third row of seating yeah just i don't know i i just think um uh uh, but I mean, what I was getting at though is like that—that Stephen A. Smith thing is he comes from a place that is like I'm going to sensationalize sports. Yeah. So to call a fighter in in any in any fight game, be mm-hmm. like, oh, he's a coward. He wanted to be there. He's he chicken out. His head wasn't in the yeah. Game. He should have redacted those comments. Nah, he shouldn't have redacted them. I mean, he just should, like the Brian Adams thing. He should have found a different way to get to where he's going to. Yeah, like, but the thing is, like that doesn't when you're a reporter and stuff like that, and you have yeah. that volume, mm-hmm. that's what's going to like you know keep you in your position and be like, exactly. yeah, because that's why we hired Stephen A. Smith because he he gets excited and, he and goes, we're talking about it. Yeah, and we get bug eyed and stuff like that, and yeah. and he gets people like us talking about him. But uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it's. But Chael's the guy they should put there. He should be the... Hands down, he should be. <laughs> he yeah. should be the, the MMA Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, because like, Stephen A. Smith has never gotten in the ring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like... I've, he's <laughs> did, you, did you see that? <laughs> the the pad work he's yeah. doing? <laughs> oh, that's humiliating. What's happening there? I could do better than that. That's so weird. 
I could beat the shit out of Stephen A. Smith. Easily. I think a lot of guys just single leg him. Yeah. Khabib would single leg Stephen A. Smith. Oh, yeah. There's a hold on to him. Yeah. I know. I, you know, I, I, I tell myself, I found myself watching just Khabib, like, this, like, just train. Just train or, like, the funny things he says or whatever, because they just get a deep dive into his personality. That wig. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah, well, he's having a good time. Oh, yeah. Because did you see that the press conference with uh, Tony Ferguson, the last one they did? No. Oh, it was hilarious. He's like, because, you know, like, uh, Ferguson's just going off on, like, about, like, like, I don't know if he has mental problems or not, but, like, he's just going off about, like... Uh, <laughs> well, no, he's he's a character. Yeah, so he's saying, like, yeah, I'm a contract killer bitch and stuff like that. And then he goes to Khabib, and then Khabib puts the microphone, and he's just like, you know what? I As a fighter, I respect this guy, but his brain, his mind, <laughs> yeah. he, he's, he's he, the reason why no one likes him, he's a stupid guy. <laughs> oh, God. He's... And then the, the crowd started laughing. Like, <laughs> well, it's the it's the Lacta Grava syndrome, right? Like, his broken English is there. It's hilarious. And he's a likable guy. Yeah. But so he said some weird shit. Yeah, but, yeah, but he, and he says it so, like, that's what he means. Like, he goes, the reason why no one likes him, he he's stupid. This guy's dumb. <laughs> this guy's dummy. <laughs> he goes, I don't understand what's coming out of his mouth. <laughs> so, he's a, he ain't Borat. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. He was so deadpan. And then uh, Tony Ferguson's like, I'm highly educated, motherfucker. And then, uh, uh, and then, I don't know that fight based upon what Tony Ferguson did to ju- with Justin Gaethje. You can't like say like you know it, 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 he fought that way, so it could be would have done this. But like personally speaking, mm-hmm. when I saw that fight, I'm like the the Gaethje fight. Yeah, the Gaethje and Ferguson fight. I'm like, what the fuck was Tony Ferguson gonna do against Khabib? Yeah, I mean he didn't. I don't uh... know because like that. But then then again, he should have trained for he should have trained for uh, Gaethje rather than like fighting a uh, Khabib fight. Yeah. Basically. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it, you could say that you could yeah, say that maybe know, his yeah. his head wasn't in the same space it would have been where he fighting for a wrestler. Yeah, or, but Gaethje's, Gaethje's got that as well. But I mean, at the same time, there and there was no takedowns either. There are no takedowns. There are yeah. a couple times when he kind of like did did a weird capoeira type thing where he put his hand on the ground and went for that kick that he does. Oh yeah, that that's <laughs> but, straight out of like fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, well, Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah. But um, like it just there were no takedowns. I don't think there were any takedown attempts. Forget takedowns. There were no stuff takedowns. There were no takedown attempts. Like it was just a stand. And- I didn't see any, and I I think there's a, uh, like uh, if you know someone, if if the I understand like maybe like there was like I could be totally wrong, but if you see, if you pride yourself on having great stand up and being like all around, mm-hmm. and you're like okay this guy and this guy's really good at uh, at stand up and his wrestling's really strong too, but like, you know what? I'm just gonna stand up with the guy. You should never like fight one dimensionally against anyone. No man, just put your face out. Yeah. And just that prove your toughness. Yeah, exactly. Like mix it up. Like uh, find because if you if you if one thing doesn't work, mix it up to try something else. That's why I, I mean, as a as a viewer of the fight and somebody who kind of gets like a like understands the the mental game to to an extent, mm-hmm. it just feels like there was a a little not not showmanship, and I wouldn't say showboating that you know I'm so tough that I can take these hits. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain bit of like, yeah, hit me, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's see what you got. Yeah. And it turns out he can hit you, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. And he showed you what he's got. Yeah. Like, have you seen his other fights? Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of what he does. Yeah. Like, I think that it's 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 a good basketball analogy where it's like, you know, you shoot. If the, sh- mm. if the shots are going in, uh, play defense. Exactly. Or, like, if your shots are, if you're shooting, Change it, up. it fills up, like, just make sure you pass. Yeah. If you're, if you're, points, if you're in single digit points, you should be double digits assists. Exactly. Or double digits rebounds or something uh, like that, right? Great analogy. Yeah. So like, I think you got to change it up. You have to change it up. Like, and that's that analogy is true with anything. I think with, like, you know, Alberta's economy and everything. Let's change it up. It's not working. It's not working. Change yeah. it up. God damn it. Go solar. Yeah. Think about going solar, actually. I've you been doing it. some real, like, uh, a real, like, deep dive. Man, today's episode is going to be called Deep Dive. I've been doing a real deep dive like, into, uh, into going like, solar. Like uh, panels on the roof? or Yeah. I'm th- well, I'm going to go panels. I'm going to try out a, uh, a goal zero uh, system that I've kind of seen a few guys do. 
for travel just to see how it works. It's fairly inexpensive. I think for about 800 bucks all in, I can put together a decent little unit just to see how it works. And um, if it works fine, then I'm going to start really thinking about solar. Do you like, so where would you put the panels? Oh, I'm, I've got a little area that I'm kind of marking out in the back. Oh, okay, nice. So yeah. I've, I've got a lot of sun. You've seen where I've got the two trees in the back. Yeah. From the one angle, I get tons of sun. But um, I was looking at what they do with uh, like MTPs and like just getting more power from your panels into your, into your box. Um, with about, I think this is 1,400 watts, a 1,400-watt system. So, or a 1,400-watt battery. And then the, the panels are 200 each, I think. So I've been looking a little bit into it. And I'm about to start really getting deep into trying to figure out solar. Yeah, so that's it looks good it looks pretty good. Um, I don't like we're not really power hungry in this house. Like we don't consume a lot of power. Mm-hmm. So really, like if we can just minimize, I don't know, just just knock off half what we're using mm-hmm. on the grid and just use it from renewable sources. Yeah, even in the summertime, if we can do more than that. So uh, why not, right? Let's just yeah, I think I think the opportunity to like to, to do those things and like like you know, doesn't mean you have to like if you want to go solar. People first thing people think of is like okay, you know what? Go are you going to do Tesla and stuff Full like that? Full roof power walls. Yeah. So but, yeah, yeah. but I think uh, okay, that is the uh, okay, that's the uh, that's the that, that's the number one go to right when people mm-hmm. think about it when you're starting from scratch. But I think there's I bet you anything. But as as time progresses, you're gonna see people have like more like a. Um, a cheaper way to do it because everyone's going to be like, you know what, okay, Tesla does this. We, uh, we're going to find a cheaper way to do it. Yeah. Not in the sense that they're going to compete with Tesla, but like, you know, we're going to we're going to take that idea and we're going to do our own homebrew of it. Yep. And then we're, we're going to like say, you know what, if you don't want to spend like, you know, te- you don't want to buy Tesla solar tiles, you can just, you know, there is another way to do this. And those are those those are available now. Well, it's a good it's a good uh, a statement there. The homebrew idea, right? Yeah. Like that's technically what I want to do. Like mm-hmm. I I don't want to commit to going full solar. Yeah. And again, somebody else like somebody else's roadmap might have been like, no, I didn't want to either, but I did, and this is how you should do it, and you should, man, go full deep. Yeah. But at the same time, I just want to see how this works, and if mm-hmm. it works, it works. Yeah. And I feel like it's a it's a system like, ultimately, if I can if I can do it the way I'm doing it and do. I know four hundred to six hundred watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think I'll be happy with what I'm what I'm getting. Yeah, see, see how many watt hours you like. Uh, um, you yeah, can, you can get, and then just find out if uh, like number. Okay, I'm not gonna pretend to know anything I don't know, but just do your research. That's and that's, that's where it. I'm at right now. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like I was, I was. I'm obsessed with um tiny homes. I'm obsessed with like uh, sprinters and RVs, like mm-hmm. RV living. I just yep. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like some people just like comic books and some people like fucking porn. Oh, no, I know. I think it's, it's so interesting. This is my porn. Yeah, because like, yeah, like, it's just a matter of like distilling everything down to like it's the, the purest form when it comes to yeah. your, like to living. Exactly. Yeah. I, so, I, I'm a backpack guy, right? Like I like traveling. So yeah. for me to have that idea of... So walking. There was someone on your lawn. On my lawn? Yeah. Look like, look like your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it could be somebody out there watering my lawn. So <laughs> yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah, that's a, that's a good neighbor. Uh, that's a great neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, for me, that's that's the idea. I've been looking at a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, just seeing what people get away with yeah. off the grid in these small spaces and what they're actually like, what they're actually using. Yeah, so, yeah, I think, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think I think we should do is like, you know, find out what uh, is, what can realistically be done. Real, exactly. And what are the actual fringe benefits of it? Yeah. And just find out if that's, what, if that's worth the benefit. Yeah. For sure, and worth the investment. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm doing yeah. a lot of research into how much I actually need to for for what I'm using, especially yeah. in the summer. Like winter is a different story altogether, but in the summertime, I'm using nothing. So if I can tr- if I can move a lot of that onto a, onto a small homebrew solar system mm-hmm. without real, but that's still like relatively portable. Because the way I'm, I'm I've gotten into building stuff lately, so I think I can build a little a little unit back there. 
Yeah, it's so, gonna yeah. gonna fit my needs. Yeah, so like, see, like, like look at your square. Like, what you should do is like, look at your, uh, look at this, look at this, like the square footage that you that you have available to work with. Yeah. Find out which 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 uh which solar tiles mm-hmm. are the most energy dense and which ones will t- will take the most amount of energy, and then find out is this whole venture gonna provide with with the electricity like the ones that I'm gonna be exactly. access, uh, I'm gonna supplant it from yeah, yeah. is actually gonna does doesn't have real real life use like work. yeah and I mean I'm in the very early stages yeah. of a couple ideas I that I'm looking at yeah, I've people actually, do yeah I've actually yeah. thought about this a lot um, yeah so I think as we go along we'll yeah. talk about it some more and just keep updating here yeah because like you don't want to set up like a you know like you have it in there and it looks really nice and mm-hmm. then you have it on there like oh yeah what does it do oh, I can power my TV for two hours exactly waste yeah, adventure yeah, yeah. completely yeah that's yeah, a waste I yeah. mean you should be able to run what you want to run for six or seven hours exactly so like if it, yeah if it's just if it's just feeding to a battery yeah or, or toward energy storage unit mm-hmm. and it's uh you so you just want it there to like uh, either uh, for emergency purposes if the lights go out you don't have that problem obviously exactly. right so you what you want to have is like if you have the uh, the solar panels out there and you you have a uh, energy storage unit. And it's uh, you can use it to power like uh, your lights for like a you know a day or so yeah. or two days or something like that. And then whatever like you're not using is just gonna stay in the battery, so or in that energy uh, uh, storage, the energy storage. So like that's um, so start thinking about those kind of things. Yeah. And so see like you know what can I uh, is it direct feed? Um, do I have a storage unit for it? Yeah. Uh, what are my costs? You know, what are the best panels to get mm-hmm. versus like, you know, what's the my budget and stuff like that. So those are things you have to start. You, have, you really have to start thinking yeah, about. Yeah, that, that's really, that's yeah. that's where you should be planning. Yeah. So but obviously you're in the infancy of this uh, this whole uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, whole plan, it's, right? not like, uh, it's not where I've, ju- this isn't like a yesterday I decided to do it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. been probably about two or three months I've been really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's not like a coronavirus type thing where you're like, we all got to go off the grid and prep. Yeah, man. you're not like, you know. You know, no, I mean, I was just, uh, oh, no, not at all. Yeah. I just, that was was one of those things I watch a lot of. Mm-hmm. And because that was kind of like your news feed curates to you when you start watching a certain amount of thing, yeah. like YouTube and whatnot, a lot of those off-grid guys are showing up more and more. And they're just, it's a very intelligent way to collect it is. what you need to use. Yeah. And, you know, it, it mitigates a lot of what you're going to spend on the, uh, oh, yeah. Cause like, you know, you, you can't, it's, it's also a way of stepping out of the comfort zone of like just yeah. having a, um, electricity and, you know, natural gas and, uh, things that we just take for granted. Yep. And uh, so uh, you're like, you know what? Let me just see. I think it's a. I think it'd be an interesting adventure. Yeah, it's a pretty fun. Like I, it's a fun thing to do. If you for have, sure. If you get. If you like. Once you. You're like. Once you commit to it. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. I, I will help you build it, and I'll help you like uh, go through that thing. Yeah, we're getting pretty deep. I think this summer is going to happen. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure by this summer. And I was. Uh, I was looking at certain things that I'm already building, and uh, just tools I've got, and it shouldn't be too hard for me to build what I want to build. Yeah. To, to put it back there and kind of like make a nice little corner mm-hmm. that faces the sun pretty much like 75% of the day. Yeah, and th- that's the thing too is like, you know, well, like find out if uh, um, like where the hotspot is. Yeah. And if, you've, have you, if you have it marked out, yeah, yeah. I just see like, you know what, okay, how many, uh, like, and just see like, you know, and then you can continuously monitor it. Like how, yeah. How many watt hours am I getting? What am day? I actually getting back here? Yeah. So like, yeah, there's... Uh, Tons of things to think about, but nothing is. But none of those things are hard. I think it's they're, a, I think it's they're all, interesting. Yeah, they're very interesting. Yeah. It, it really is. It's like it's it's interesting, and when you start doing it, you end up having a really like it's a hobby. It becomes yeah. it becomes a fun hobby. Yeah. Something to do right. And, and it's a, it's a good like uh, it's just a great thing to know how to do. So that, that's a big part of it too. Yeah. I've always thought like things that we should know how to do. Like that's that's really interesting. Like being being able to know how to do, uh, how to build solar is cool. Yeah. You should know how to make alcohol from fermentation. Yeah. Like you should be able to ferment your fruit and make alcohol. That's that's a big one I want to start doing this I year got, as well. Yeah, I got in trouble at uh, at school. We were in uh, in chemistry. Like this is a uh, um, yeah, this was years ago at at uh, uh, at uh, 
we were at like in my chemistry class and we were, and we were doing distilling in high school. Uh, no, this is like uh, in post secondary. Oh, okay. And uh, we were uh, we were in distilling and we uh, we got like uh, we had distilled everything down to a pure alcohol. Oh, get out of town. And then uh, we put uh, we mixed we just mixed it with like uh, fruit with Gatorade. Mm-hmm. And uh, made some hooch. Oh yeah, we made some. We, we, then the teacher was like, "What are you guys drinking?" We're like, "We made this." And he's like, "Try some." They looks at it and he goes, "Did you guys clean everything?" And they said, "Yeah, this is distilled. This is pure distilled alcohol." Good lord. And so he's like. And then, uh, so, <laughs> Hair on so, so we, we had some, like, we just had some left over in a, in a, in a beaker. Mm-hmm. And so I poured some, so we, uh, I poured some in a glass. I said, you want to try it? And he, he took a <laughs> sip. I'm like, oh my God, he took a sip. And he's like, this is delicious. And I was like, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I was Gatorade and beer, pure distilled spirit. Yeah. He didn't give a shit. Good Lord. This guy was old as fuck too. I think he was just like on his last legs when it comes to like working. It's, it must've felt pretty good though. When you made that. Yeah. 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 Was, I... yeah cause we, I said, yeah. Cause we said like, guys, let's mash it up. I am fascinated by yeah. being able to make alcohol from scratch. Mm-hmm. I just I really want to know how to do it. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's one of those. It's a it's a very cool skill to have. A, an old friend I used to work with, um, he was talking about doing it, and he did it. He's got he's got a whole kit in his basement, like the kind that could blow up if you're not monitoring it properly. Yeah, and he's making like straight up alcohol mm-hmm. from fermentation. I just it blows my mind. Man. Oh I yeah, really like, to do if it. you if you have like the, if you have the chemistry set, mm-hmm. um, it's. Uh, you like exactly how they did it in Mash. We did the same thing. Yeah, and you can uh, you can you like can the Hawkeye Pierce still. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. still you can just do that uh, as long as you have something that you, you can extract alcohol from something and then yeah. just purify it, make sure it's clean. Yeah, it's easy. very cool. It's very easy. That's yeah, very very cool skills yeah. to have. I think so. I think that's gonna be the uh, the well, as moving forward in the summer. It's gonna mm-hmm. be a lot of different skills. I'm gonna MacGyver myself up. That's good. It will make a lot of this shit from scratch. Yeah. So I'm really I I really enjoyed making that table. Mm-hmm. It's a shitty table. Yeah, people don't know I made a table. No, no, the table's fine. There's I made, wrong I made a table yeah. uh, earlier this week. I thought about it. I'm like, man, the guy built, he, he built a table. I'm like, what? I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, it's really fun. I'm like, wait a minute. I was, uh, not to take away <laughs> to what you did, yeah. but I was like, you can like, do it. I'm like, he didn't make the legs. He didn't make, he just, no. atta- you just attached everything. Yeah. But you, you knew how to cut everything properly and they do all that stuff. Again, not hard. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'm I, like, yeah, I had easy. a lot of leftover wood. Yeah. One, I had one by, uh, one by fours and one by twos. Yeah. A ton. So I was like, well, if I put a one by four and a one by two and a one by four and a one by two and a one by two and a one by four, yeah, I'm gonna this big square piece, a exactly. little, like a rectangle piece. Yeah, and I just made the frame on the bottom and drilled it all together. Yeah, I just made sure it all looked pretty. It wasn't like willy nilly. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I hand beveled all the edges because mm-hmm. I just I really wanted to have that smooth feel to it. Yeah. It's gonna be a prep deal for when I cook outside. Oh yeah, the uh, I remember because I, I was like, oh, they have to cut wood. I'm like, wait a minute, I worked at Home Depot. I'm like, I I cut wood for people all the time. Yeah, you cut it all the time. I was like, I was like, ah, no, my God, it's not hard to do. So yeah, it was just a matter of like just trying to get back into it. Just like, doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So then once it was up and I I, I put that polyurethane on top, just yeah. shellacked the shit out. It's it. got like three or four layers of this, so mm-hmm. it's got that like almost like a. You can almost see the the layer of polyurethane mm-hmm. on the on the table. Yeah. So once I did that, I kind of enjoyed it. Now I'm gonna make a little table for the back because mm-hmm. I, I like having a table made of wood mm-hmm. for the for the deck in the back. Yeah. Build one of those, and then I got me thinking, man, it's not hard to do. It's just you have to do it. Yeah. So there are certain skills this summer. I'm gonna take a lot of the uh, the things that I do naturally, artistic wise. I'm gonna transfer them to like tangible things that can hold, not yeah. just art in the wall. The actual mm-hmm. things that can hold in your yeah, hand. Yeah. Exactly. Sit on things that you can sit on and like serve food on. Mm-hmm. So that's all part and parcel with like trying to build more stuff in the yard. Excellent. Trying to actually like put together that solar. Mm-hmm. See how that works. You getting a call? No. It's a, it's good though because I think we're at the end. You got anything else you want to you know, throw on there? We got some some stuff to uh, end off on. Uh. Hey, what's the deal with Michael uh, Michael Jordan's eyes? What's going on there? Oh, uh, there there was they they explained that. I didn't read it. I was like uh, I, I was know. like ah fuck. He's just uh, read me up. <laughs> I don't know. He just—he's just. He, just uh, he looks like he's either just stopped crying or he's about to start crying. Yeah, 
Or he like, yeah, or someone like, or he smoked like the wrong weed. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure, but they explain it. Yeah, in the in the documentary. It, it, no, there's an article. You can you can just Google it. Why oh, is, really? Yeah, it, they yeah. I didn't read the article. Why is I so freaking yeah. red? Um, but uh, to end off, um, yeah, guys, we're just all in this together. So uh, be nice to each other. Um, so yeah, don't be rude if someone's not six feet away from you. Just politely ask them. Yeah, pull to Ellen. Yeah, be kind to one another. Oh fuck, Ellen. Get that bitch. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, um, just stay safe out there. Be cool. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, be 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 nice. Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah, take care of each other. Um, people might say things they don't mean. Uh, don't uh, don't try to shame anybody. No, we're all don't don't virtue signal. Yeah, we're all in this together. None of them can stop us now. <laughs> we'll make it through somehow. We're just we're just doing song lyrics. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, you and me. Even th- if this world should break in two, until the very end of me, until the very end of you. Jesus, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that music has probably been playing for some time now. Is it? We're in this together now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's not. It's the theme song that I put together myself. Damn it! It's the uh, it's the ending theme to our show. Yep. And then uh, and then I say that, and then you say your thing. Peace out. <laughs>